the second attack by the killers sent a wave of cold fear sweeping across the city. Within 24 hours after the town got word of the killing, every gun store had sold out of weapons. And by Tuesday morning, May 26th, locksmiths were flooded for orders for new locks, deadbolts, and safety chains as the news of the killing attracted nationwide attention. No motive could be found, and it seemed that the killer might attack anybody he stumbled across. A universal fear spread among the people in this city and surrounding areas. Perhaps everyone secretly or openly wondered, am I, or someone close to me, his next victim? Texarkana looked normal during the daylight hours, but everyone dreaded sundown. You're listening to the Buzz Kill Podcast. episode 179 welcome to the buzz to kill podcast where today we are the podcast that dreaded lockdown <laughs> you, you almost you almost didn't get it <laughs> I, I wrote it down i wrote it down and everything and i almost missed it almost um, i would have loved that um so hopefully hopefully we sound absolutely normal like you would never know that anything is uh Anything is different today. Yeah, uh, it finally happened, folks. They finally tore us apart, those they, bastards. They did. And it took a pandemic to get it done. <laughs> but through the power of magic, we, uh, we are still recording a damn podcast, even though we are on lockdown and a whole like 500 miles away from each other. I mean, 500 are, yards away from each we other. Are, we are 595 <laughs> paces, but a world away from each other. <laughs> uh, my, my heart aches for you, sir. I know. I just want to hold you. Aw. <laughs> so, I just want to hold your hand. So I've what's got my... Hootie, uh, what's, that, huh? what's that Hootie and the Blowfish song? I only want to hold, hold, <laughs> be with you. I'm <laughs> such a baby. Right yeah, the dolphins make me cry. There's um, nothing I can do. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so, uh so this is kind of weird we got oh first of all huge thank you to jansen jancy pants oh yeah uh he came through big for us this week because he has the exact same audio interface that we have uh for our podcast setup so we were able to uh get that from him and i set up essentially our same setup that we usually have every week uh right here in my basement and so I'm recording a separate track here on Reaper. Mike's going to throw it in and do his thing and, you know, all the Reaper wizardry. And it'll Who sound like that? we're it'll sound like we're sitting right across from each other. We did a uh we did a test last night and we put it together. It legit sounded exactly the same as if we were actually together. So hopefully yeah. hopefully this goes just as well uh tomorrow when I edit this. And there's no issues. But uh, who knew that when we left Jay's house, not only would we have to build one studio, but two studios. And then learn how to use them. And then, <laughs> well, we're still doing that. We're still doing that. But uh, yeah, it's weird. Uh, I said, it's funny, I listened to the last episode a little bit before we started recording today. And, uh, you know, it's funny, I was talking then about how, well, my, my, my life hasn't really changed much, you know, much at all since all this happened and now it's completely different <laughs> yeah um, this is bizarre no, I'm still... dude it's really like uh, 
you know, we didn't. I mean, we didn't do a ton anyway. We we're we're the type of people who we like to play, sit in, and play board games and watch movies and drink beer and stuff like that. Which, by the way, I did. So you'd all think of those that things. you couldn't. You'd think that you couldn't really like get much more sort of locked down than that. But now take away the fact that we can't even like sit next to each other and play a board game. It's 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 pretty messed up. Yeah, I um I did play. Uh, I bought a board game a while back called Horrified that actually has solo play, and I finally busted it out and put it together and played it the other night. I didn't and, realize that game uh, had solo play. <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah, it's actually really fun, and now I'm very much looking forward to teaching you how to play it, because cool. James was daunted. If there's more than, like, ten pieces to a game, James gets daunted very, uh, very quickly. It's the, it's, <laughs> listen, I love Ravensburger as a company. Uh, I've raved about their puzzles on the show before, because you they make, rave they do make about them? damn fine. I rave about Ravensburger puzzles the way Mike raves about penis when it's tastefully done in a movie, uh, which true. is pretty often... Um, I'm going to talk about it again today, actually. <laughs> so, but but their their uh, their board games are amazing, but they're also they're also pretty uh, pretty rule heavy, you know. Uh, there there's a lot there is a lot to them. However, once you like they made the Jaws game that we both love a lot, and yeah. the the instruction booklet on that thing is super thick. Yeah, and so it's it. I mean, it, super it, thick it, like a tastefully done uh, penis in a movie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right, just right. Thick, juicy, and <laughs> supple. Um, <laughs> yes, I just called a penis supple. Never thought I'd do that in my Ooh, life. Ooh, a nice supple um, cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, if you're into that, not gross, I suppose. But um, no, I. so you look at these instruction booklets, and it's very daunting because... You know, it just seems like there's so much to it. And in all fairness, there is a lot more to these games than like your standard like shoots and ladders or something like that. Sure. Um, but once you get into playing it, you realize that the throughout any single playthrough, you're never going to use all those rules. There's right. just a lot of variables to it. So once you once you play through it and you get the basics down, everything else just kind of fits into place, and it's it's very easy. Except but, for uh, <clears throat> except for with the uh, the Jaws game, you you do use all of those rules every time. True. Like that true. was a that With, was a pretty that that game took us a little bit to figure out, but once you once you get it down, it's really not hard to do. It's just it, it takes a while to get through every aspect of it. Yeah, it's it's not that big of a deal at all. Um, but like with this game though, there's so many different uh, characters. Like there's ooh James, your whiskey. What the hell? Why? why it's almost gone. I... Yeah. What do, got? what do you got there? What do you got there? Four uh, roses? This is four roses small batch that I got from uh, John for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it delicious. was my birthday a few days ago, by the way. I don't think we've... Uh, have we recorded a show since my birthday? I don't think so. Yeah, didn't we? Because I think Wait. it was the... I think it was... I think we recorded with Jen on the 20th. So, uh, we might have. So, you know, you know, thanks for thanks for wishing me a happy birthday on our show. <laughs> you prick. Uh, well, listen, I didn't want to bring up... I didn't want to bring up that my gift for you got caught up in the mail again and oh. the Etsy seller... Uh, the Etsy seller was was wow, did it, kind of a did bastard. Did it happen and, again? Yeah, this is like That's four crazy years how row, that man. keeps happening, man. It's, it's, it's just nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, though, back to the horrified game. Just to finish this up, there's no, a lot of not. different characters that you don't use in every game, though. That's the thing. Yeah. So there's a there's a lot to do there, but it's it's but it's really awesome. So did you play um, through the whole thing yourself then? Yeah. yeah. Cool. 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 Yeah, and cool. did you was, beat yourself? <laughs> uh, I did. I won. I beat myself very good that night. Cool. 
good. good Frankenstein good. gave me uh, gave me a hand. Um, <laughs> just cold. That works on so many levels. Really, really genius, actually. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, what about you? What? Um, how's your How's your lockdown been? I'm on lockdown, dude. Uh, homeschool for the kids, which is you know an interesting ride I've taken so but- far. It seems um, like you're you're killing the teacher game. You're posting uh, some videos of your of your kids doing the learning stuff, and uh, <clears throat> you, you yeah. seem like you're teaching them something. Yeah, for uh, f- for ten seconds so that I can Snapchat it <laughs> <laughs> to make me look like a good dad. No, we do we we stick to a pretty good schedule, and uh, you know they're doing chores and stuff. Even though chores in my house don't really work because ten seconds later everything's trashed again because both of my children are like um little i don't know monstrous tornadoes uh and other than that i don't know i've been playing a lot of bass a ton of bass actually uh I, which I, I hadn't i hadn't picked my bass up in i don't know a few months actually uh because mm-hmm. i i mostly play my ukulele and then i'll get out my acoustic sometimes but i was like i'm gonna play some bass and just started got a craving for that large mouth right just started uh just started grooving man just getting in that pocket can't hold no groove if you ain't got no pocket. So you know, my my fish joke just went right over your head. I don't even know what you said. What'd you say? <laughs> I said you got a craving for that large mouth. <laughs> Slap of the bass. Uh, <laughs> so you're, uh, yeah, you're preparing. You're preparing for our quarantunes, aren't you? Quarantunes, yeah. Mike had an idea to do quarantunes, which uh, we still. Uh, Apparently, my idea of what it was going to be is way different than what yours your idea is. So, well, mine was just simple. Yours was like produced and everything, and well, dude, we're like fucking, you actually wanted to record. We're stuck in our houses, and we and we all have the means to actually record high quality audio. I don't see why we wouldn't. Uh, but here's the thing: I don't know how to make my voice sound good. You guys plug in, and it's all electrical. For me, oh, it's, if, it's I'm if only like shit, no matter what. If only there were a place on the internet. You could look up quick tips for making stuff sound better on Reaper. <laughs> I, I I wish that existed, but unfortunately, <laughs> we we live in a world. Isn't that where a bummer? Such, we, such a thing does not exist. Now that we're on lockdown, maybe lockdown. Maybe we should <laughs> lockdown. Now that maybe that now that we're on lockdown, we should. Uh, I don't know. F- Learn maybe figure something out. No, I mean like <laughs> a, like start a start a website of some kind where people can post videos. Where they do tutorials and stuff, maybe oh, even yeah. maybe, maybe even people doing musical performances. There, uh, maybe people doing um, like political commentary or not. Who gives a shit? <laughs> maybe people doing like uh, restorations of old antiques and stuff. Oh, that'd be yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd love to watch stuff like that. That's the best channel we'll ever, it, by the way. That Ticey we'll tube call one. It, we'll call it Meteeb. Meet Meteeb. Me team. That's got that's got a good it's got a good ring to it, right? So right. yeah. So. Anyway, no, not a lot else. Uh, broke my diet because why would you diet on the lockdown? Um, oh yeah, I I'm so sure I'm, I've. So I'm drinking plenty of tr- getting plenty of liquids. You know, drinking <laughs> yeah, plenty well, of plenty of booze again. I bought a. Um, this is gonna make me sound like a real alcoholic here. I bought a a half gallon of delicious whiskey a couple of days ago. It's already half gone. Oh, the old <laughs> the old tin copper. I do love my tin cup. It's delicious. It's so good, dude. It's very good old smooth. fashioned, just American whiskey. So is this but, uh, four roses small batch. The nice thing about lockdown is I don't have to share this with anybody because my wife doesn't just, drink uh, bourbon, so I right can just bottle. drink it right out of the bottle. Yeah. 
Nice, nice. Mm. Stops you mm. from having to share it with anyone, too, because once you do it, ain't no one going to be drinking off it. Exactly. Whoa, I almost just knocked my oh, whole God. setup over. Um, that would be bad. So anyway. Yeah, um, so, so anyway, yeah, not, a, not much else. Just chilling, try, trying to get through this fucking coronavirus the best I can. Yeah, you know? it's gonna be. Um, you know, they're saying they're saying like uh, that we're on lockdown in Michigan here until the thirteenth of April. So yeah. we still got another another full two weeks of this. Yeah, and um, I'm guessing at that which point in time this is not going to be over with. You know, even though even though our dear dear president likes likes to think that by Easter our our we're gonna be back up and running. Um, I don't see that happening. Um, and I I. I make no allusions to the fact that I will likely be out of a job come the 13th, at least be laid off. Yeah. So life is definitely going to change for me a little bit. Um, Did you, uh, you get know, your taxes doing, in yet? The taxes are done. They're in. Um, but I don't know. Who knows when I'll get that back? I got I got um, mine back today. Yeah. But how long ago did you do them? Uh, beginning of March. Exactly. See, I just I just did mine. So gotta get on top on. of it, baby. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I should have foreseen that coming. Um, should, yeah. So like you said, do... you should have seen this pandemic coming. Should <laughs> should have seen it coming. Um, Damn it. Listen, our president told me it was going to be fine. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> well, it is what it is. <laughs> no, it is. Um, you know, I'll have to go into unemployment if that's the case and make do with making eighty percent of my normal salary. But um, hey, dude. Yeah. Eighty percent, but. You never have to put pants on. It's so, true. you know, no, I still, take, take the good well, with the bad, you know? Until the 13th, I still do because I still have to go to work once a day. Um, Bummer. So, take that for what it is. But I will take that for what it is. You know, Bullshit. Working a, ma- working a, working a uh, maintenance gig, you got to make sure that your place isn't on fire. So, kind of comes to the territory a little bit. But if I'm laid off, fuck that. I ain't going in. You know, that would only be a real threat if you lived in Norway, like in the 80s. Church burnings. <laughs> <laughs> that just, that one just yeah, went. Well, whoosh. We also wasn't... we forgot to mention uh, we can still see each other's beautiful mugs because we're using oh, yeah. the uh, we're using the Zoom app, which I'm I'm I think almost everybody in America is well acquainted with at this point because uh, it's how they're doing all business meetings now, all school, like all. What? Why are you looking at me like that? No, I just got a CNN alert on top of my phone here because I'm using yeah. my phone as as my my video feed. Yeah, and uh, it said that uh, hospitals are now choosing whether or not to resuscitate people if they pass away from coronavirus. Yeah, did you not? Did you not That's get this? Weird. Did you no, not get I got that it. the I thing got it. from from my it. wife earlier? Yeah, it's fucking. No, it. It's creepy, dude. It's what it's exactly what's going on in Italy right now, where they're picking and choosing if if you have like a terminal illness or if you're past a certain age, pretty much they'll send you home with some pain meds, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. Well, not send you home. They basically they keep you in they keep you in the hospital well, and keep you drugged up until you pass away. But they're not basically treating keeping you, though, you comfortable. Which sucks. No, they're not treating you. Yeah, they're pe- like they have to put certain people, like higher priority people, on the list to be actually treated rather than just comforted, which is pretty fucked up yes it is yes it is um but anyway. uh hey man on to some let's on to some better stuff let's talk about some people murdering each other how about yes, that yes finally back to normal <laughs> <laughs> jesus the COVID, the covid killer that's what we watched the week. covid killer all right uh well before we do that this let's get killer into is undercover <laughs> you're so stupid it's so good Oh, here's a better segue now. Speaking of things that are stupid, let's get into some corrections. Nah, what's awesome? nah, what's... 
All right. Well, so you know that that means we don't have any corrections from last week. Perfect as always. Yeah. Not, I guess not as always, but we were perfect <laughs> last week. No, I, I, I listened to the episode twice, and I remember my first uh, wow. my first listen through. I know, right? <laughs> I, on my first listen through, I, I feel like there were some things that I made a mental note to go back and check, and then I didn't. So and then you're just kind of like, might, eh, fuck it. This is, this is going to be one of those weeks where if we get something wrong, either tell us about it and we'll catch it next week, or just... Some some somebody's bound to call us out on our shit. We got enough people who uh, hate us enough to do that for us. So or that's, love us enough, you know. Would however you choose to look at it. It's um, it's it's really the the just two sides of the same sword. Six you know? of one, six of one, half dozen of another. That's it. <laughs> anyway, um, so James, yeah, what are we doing this week? Oh boy, okay. So this week <laughs> we're doing a compare and contrast episode. Which we haven't done. We haven't done in quite a while. Episode we haven't done 128 was the last one. We did the fog. Wow, that was really? The last compare and contrast we did. Yeah. Damn, dude, we've been doing this a long time. What are we on? 179. 179. We're 20, wow. We are closing. 20 in. more episodes, and we'll have 200 episodes under That's our belt, crazy, which is dude. insanity. We need to do something special, like um, get tattoos. <laughs> We're, we at, at that point we will be 150 episodes behind. Isn't that wasn't that the deal? We're like if we make it to episode 50, we're getting tattoos. No, I think it was 100. I think it was 100. I think it was 50, dude. Was it 50? I, I think so. 50. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this week we're doing a compare and contrast, but it's kind of an interesting one because I personally wasn't aware that uh, the second one is. I guess they call it a requel. Well, I call it a requel. I don't know. No, it's actually what term. the uh, the World Wide Web calls it too. Oh, really? Yes. Somebody invented that. Um, I guess I don't know the place. The, the oh, place the whole world, the worldwide, the worldwide. Uh, me, me type. Um, me, me, so, me Uh, so we're doing the town that dreaded sundown, and from, then it's from 1976, requel. and then it's requel mm-hmm. as it as it were. Uh, from 2014. Yeah. And to go along with that, I haven't looked at this beer yet. Mike came oh, and... Uh, I got to go I gotta go grab mine out of my Oh, fridge. okay. So, before you look at it. I'll just talk about some... Uh, Entertain these people. I'll just talk about some really cool stuff. Uh, earlier today, I saw a coyote literally just walking down the middle of the street. Because the streets are um, abandoned okay. for the most part. And there was just a coyote... Walking down the middle of the road. What the fuck are you talking about, a coyote? <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is not a true story. I just wanted Mike to jump back on because he couldn't hear me, and I wanted him I wanted him to hear me talking about a coyote walking down the road. Oh well, that worked out very well in your uh, in your uh, because you know how that you know why that 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 story is false, and how you would be able to tell is because when I said the streets are abandoned, that's bullshit. Because people aren't taking this COVID nineteen thing seriously, so they're still out in droves. There was traffic on Great uh, uh, Little Mac today. I'm I not mean, people. You. I like was pe- in slow traffic. Like people driving. Stupid. People driving, whatever. But uh, there's still people gathering in groups and shit. You know, it's like just mm-hmm. you know, just be smart. Just don't. Just don't for a little while. You know. Just don't. <laughs> if you was even thinking about it. If you was even thinking just about it. Just don't. Uh, so anyway, okay. So we're talking about the town that dreaded sundown. I was I was really excited to watch these films because I really had only ever seen probably half of the original. 
and I had never, I had, and I had never seen the new one. I had um, never seen the original, but I watched the new one probably about six months ago. I'd say. I just oh, so put you it watched on the on new it. one first. Yeah. All right. Because I thought it was a straight remake. I had no idea that it was actually sort of, <clears throat> sort of weirdly sequelized in in a weird kind of way. You mean requelized? Requelized. Uh, you went you went heavy heavy daddy on this one, huh? Uh, he- what do you mean? You went heavy daddy. It's a uh, sure sure. <laughs> this is daddy. a this is a bourbon barrel aged coffee porter with bourbon barrel aged coffee beans. From Boulevard yes, Brewing, how many bees are in? Listen, listen to all the bees we got going on here. Bourbon barrel aged coffee porter with bourbon barrel aged coffee beans from Boulevard Brewing. It's <laughs> a lot of bees. That is a lot of bees. Um, it's the it's the killer bees. Bzz, bzz. <laughs> uh, modern times. Isn't oh, a, isn't that a Wu Tang Clan song? <laughs> oh, killer. Well, Wu Tang is the killer bees. Um, so this is a, it looks like it's a collab, collab, yes. between Boulevard Brewing Company and Modern Times Beer Plus Coffee. Beer and coffee. Uh, this one's called Restless Nights, which is, that's a good get, man. Right? Plus this box my, is 80s as fuck, and I love it. It really is. It really is. My, uh, my store <clears throat> that I get the stuff from, like, yes, also, I know people. Also, my box is 80s as fuck. <laughs> and I love it. Sorry, go ahead. Um, yeah, no, my, my store that I get a lot of these beers from, they're still open. They actually installed plexiglass throughout their um uh throughout their their whole like countertop. Don't like those people. don't like those droplets, boys. Don't like the droplets. Um but uh they're still open, you know, for as long as they can be. So well, I, uh, we're, there we're, might come a time there might come a time where we have to start doing shows with just regular beer. <laughs> <laughs> and no. like make up make up stories like Bud Light goes with <laughs> Freddy Six because or, or we'll make we'll make we'll make up cocktails you know that's true um it, it's it's funny how we're learning that the uh, the, the the booze industry is considered essential it's services that... you know <laughs> I, <laughs> which I, I agree it. I agree wholeheartedly we need booze in times like these you know I agree all I'm right sure. so this is Restless Nights Bourbon Barrel Aged Coffee Porter with Bourbon Barrel Aged Coffee Beans. A collaboration with Modern Times Beer and Coffee, this beguiling blend of fresh porter and barrel-aged porter is brewed with 10 varieties of malted barley, wheat, and oats. Following fermentation, this inky brew rests on bourbon barrel-aged coffee for three days, infusing infusing grace notes of ripe fruit, citrus, and rich vanilla. Mm. And it is an absolute treat. I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, hold on. Oh, oh, that sounds that even good better one. through. That sounds even better through my phone. I don't know the, why, but it does. The only shitty thing about that was is my my index finger is wide open right now. I don't mm. know. I, I think it's all the uh, hand washing and bass playing. My mm, fuck. That'll do it. This baby's just pounding. All right. Uh, stop let, stop <laughs> handling your fish so hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid, but so funny. Here, cheer, cheers me in the camera here. Cheers, uh, bud. Cheers. Cheers, sir. Miss you, buddy. Eh, I don't miss you that much. Well, that's mean, but... Oh, wow. Oh, my mm. God. You know, it's funny. For the that's last, really uh, good. For the last few episodes, we've been mixing... Uh, coffee with whiskey, coffee and bourbon, yeah. And now, now we're just doing coffee and or coffee and beer. It's it's full circle. Do you have Completely whiskey in your coffee circle. cup right now? 
I do. Of course. So you're <laughs> so you're drinking you're drinking coffee with whiskey and also uh and beer also with coffee. coffee with beer with bourbon. Whiskey. Yeah. Wow. This is this really tr- this truly is a full this circle is, this experience. Is, this is beerception. <laughs> beerception. Beerception. Uh, yeah, this is delicious though. It's not um it's not overly strong in in any way. I was going to say no... <clears throat> um when I saw when I saw that it was a uh, uh a coffee porter. That's why I said, "Oh, you went heavy with this." Cuz usually coffee porters are really like they're almost they're almost like thick, you know what I mean? Yeah. Thick uh, and supple. like syrupy, <laughs> like a nice <laughs> like a nice supple cock. <laughs> But this is good, man. This is this is it, this is more like coffee than it is like uh like a beer or yeah. Oh, you know, actually, you know, actually, no, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking more of like a coffee stout. A, a coffee are, stout is like a thicker sort of molassesy. Yeah, that's not yeah. a word, but you know what I mean. You know what this this tastes like a less intensely sweet frappuccino. Absolutely. That's exactly what it tastes like. This is a this is a weekend breakfast beer. Is what it is. It, this is a weekday breakfast beer, my friend. <laughs> this is a this is a lockdown. Kids are going to school at the kitchen table. I'm gonna have myself a um a restless night's bourbon barrel aged coffee porter with bourbon barrel aged beans beer. This is a this is a when things get straightened out back to normal. Me at eight thirty in the morning driving to work on the freeway drink. That's what this is. <laughs> Just, you know, it'd be just, better if just pour be, it in a frappuccino bottle. And nobody will ever be, <laughs> no one will ever be the wiser. Oh, dude, you know what? Actually, I, I bet because um, I stop, I I stopped drinking creamer in my coffee. My wife and I, uh, the coffee mate, coconut cream. Is so that a, good. is that like a weird euphemism for that you stopped jerking off? No, no, I stopped putting cream in my coffee. No, there's <laughs> there's still plenty of that going on. No, uh, so I switched to just like straight up black coffee because I was trying to be a little healthier. You know what I mean? Because you should be, because it's delicious. But oh yeah, I also like black coffee, but I also fucking love coconut. So the coconut creamer from Coffee Mate is delicious. Um, this with a tiny little bit of that coconut creamer in it would be. No, nope, I don't know. I'm would that I'm... would it curdle though? It will probably would it? I have no idea. Eh, is it, no, know, the alcohol content is probably not enough in this to make it curdled. This is a seven point five percenter, by the way. If in, in case that's, you're wondering, that's what I thought was weird when you said you're going heavy. I go, it's only seven point five percent. It's not like super no. I crazy. just I just meant because I saw a coffee porter and I was in my head. I was thinking coffee stout because mm-hmm. stouts are always like I said, they're always heavy, heavier. Yep. Okay. Um. So, uh, so, so that's, anyway, that's uh, what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the bleed feed. The bleed feed. <laughs> okay, uh, we got uh, we got some deaths. <laughs> what is so funny about that? It's just so musical. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm pr- I'm practicing for quarantines, man. Got to get, uh, get my uh, yeah, got to keep my throat lubed. Um, Ooh, I'll keep you. So this lubed. week, um, <clears throat> sorry, speaking of my throat, throat I apologize. I apologize if I sound like I'm like dying over here. I swear I don't have COVID nineteen. COVID, COVID. But uh, seasonal allergies are still 
a oh, thing. Bro. Like other ailments do not take time off just because there's a pandemic. Yeah, I'm struggling, man. Actually, I was at my worst. I'm draining. <clears throat> I'm, last I'm week. like my 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 nose is draining into my throat. This is probably gross for anyone to hear, but it's like draining into my throat so much that I have a constant <laughs> feeling of like drippage in the back of my throat. Like you know when you you, you when you take a nice uh, a nice wander through the woods and you find a nice a nice good looking pine tree and there's like some hard sap like you know like like running down the side of the tree. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. Like, the way that that tree looks is exactly how I picture the inside of my throat looking. Like there's just hard sap just like stuck to the back of my throat oh, and I can't a, get rid of it. That's a disgusting visual. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh. I can't get I can't get my sap up. <laughs> oh. Um anyway, speaking of dead people, uh, oh my God. we uh, uh we lost uh first off, first off, uh before we before we get to to the well, I guess one's not worse than the other. Um, but we lost Kenny Rogers this week. Yeah, man. Right? The gambler himself. The, the uh, gambler. Kenny Rogers, uh, he died at the age of 81 uh, of natural causes. Not um, a bad run. Not a bad run. 81 seems a little bit young for natural causes, but I you know, know that he had had You know, some... nowadays it does, which is kind of funny, because that's a, that's a hell of a long time. It's a, Yeah, I mean, he, he's been in the industry for six decades. That's pretty crazy. I don't. Um, I don't know his. I don't know his entire backstory, but for being an entertainer, making it to eighty-one is pretty damn good. You know. I agree. I agree. <laughs> like I was listening I mean, to. Sla- I'm surprised not, Slash is even still alive. I was gonna say not to <laughs> not to go off on a not to go off on a, a too much of a tangent here, but I was listening to um, uh, Duff McKagan from uh, Guns and Roses. GNR. Yeah, and he was on. He was on. Uh, I think it was Joey Diaz's uh, podcast, which mm-hmm. I can't listen. I can't listen to too much. I like Joey Diaz, but his voice bothers me. Like the, it sounds like hey, he's got. Hey, I'm Joey Diaz. What's well, going no, on? Hey, it's 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 real. It's I, I don't really, even know how he sounds. <laughs> it's really low, and it sounds. It always sounds like he has shit in his throat, and you know. You know better than anybody that it fucking bothers the shit out of me when people have stuff in their throats. Like our buddy John, I always tell him to clear his throat. How do you watch porn? Because he'll be. (laughs) (laughs) I just like I I can't stand when people sound like they got liquid in their throat. Like just clear your fucking throat, you know. So I can't listen to Joey Diaz's podcast very often, but Duff McKagan was on there. I love mm-hmm. him. Uh, I was listening to some of his life story, dude. Like after they had gotten kind of big, dude. The way these guys treat their bodies is so fucked up. That's why and I said the that about Slash. That, and the fact that I some can't... of them are still alive is just crazy. Well, dude, Slash had a liver transplant, and Did he really continued to and continued to drink for a while afterwards. Wow, that's crazy, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm I will double check on that, but I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure. Yeah, because I remember him being on one of the late night shows talking about it. Wow. But I mean, in anybody yeah. in the entertain in, entertainment industry, just because Kenny Rogers, you know, you think of Kenny <laughs> Rogers, I think of like my mother, honestly, like she yeah, of Kenny Rogers, like. But he seems like very wholesome. But I'm even sure back when he was younger, I'm sure the industry was terrible for him. You know. What I'm oh, saying? dude, that's what's funny. That's what's funny about uh, like wholesome parents. You know. Like mm-hmm. your your mom is like, oh, I love I love Kenny Rogers and James Taylor and whoever the fuck. These guys these guys were still banging 
skanks in their tour bus and like yep. doing lines of coke off of strippers asses yeah you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, he was the he was the gambler he okay? was the gambler you gotta he's when he says you gotta know when to hold them know when to fold them he wasn't talking about folding cards he was talking about folding up dollar bills to snort coke <laughs> <laughs> No, but oh, really, rest God. in peace. Rest in yeah, peace. Rest in peace. Uh, rest <laughs> easy, Kenny Rogers. Uh, yeah, said 81 years old. So yeah, uh, not a bad peace. run. The other one that hurts hard for us this week. Yeah, this is a big one. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Stuart Gordon. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even know Stuart Gordon was sick. Um, now, granted, he died at 72 years of age. Yeah. So that tells me that there might have been something going on. They did not release a cause of death, at least in any of the releases that I read. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, um, I just lost you. I just lost your audio. Oh, how'd you lose my uh, audio? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, pause. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, we're good. Yeah, I lost you You're, for a second there. Oh, yep. Okay. Hey, this is going to stay in the show. These are the, these are the these are the problems of the day here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what were you saying? There's, you said uh your your video feed froze too, so I don't know what you were doing. Yeah, yours did that earlier but, too. Um, yeah. Go uh, ahead. Anyway, though, so you were uh, yeah. saying that he so died at seventy-two. You didn't know he was seventy-two years old, which seems a little bit young. So I'm going to assume there was something behind the scenes going on. But like I said, they did not recause uh, or did not release a cause of death. Right. But um, Stuart Gordon, though uh, the uh, the director of of instrumental films, in my opinion, of yeah. of you know like like Reanimator, like like. There, you don't have a lot of what we have today without films like Reanimator, you know? Right. Um, also, you have like From Beyond, Dolls, Castle Freak, uh, Dagon, and a movie that I actually didn't even realize he directed that I found, uh, a, I don't know, probably about a year and a half ago. It's a movie called Fortress. Uh, Fortress. Starring, uh, starring uh, uh, fucking Highlander. Why can't I think of his name? Um, oh. Um, oh, my <laughs> God. Who fucking plays Highlander? Uh, oh, Vito is going to kill me right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, damn, I can't think of his name either. Okay, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Reem, Reamer? Nope, nope. James Reamer? Nope. No? Nope, nope. I think he might have in, in one uh, incarnation. No, hi, uh, James James Reamer he definitely was... Played, he definitely played... Uh, he definitely played... Uh, sorry, wow, that was... Oh, Christopher long. Lambert? That's the one. There you Christopher go. Lambert. Uh, it's Christopher Lambert, Clifton Collins Jr., a whole bunch of other guys. Uh, it's about a bunch of people that are like stuck in prison in the future, and like they try to break out of prison. And it's like it—it it reminds me a lot in tone of something like Blade Runner, almost. But it's like, oh, I remember you telling me about this movie. Did you start? I, did you watch this movie because you heard uh, Joe Lynch talk about it? No, no, I had just heard of it. Oh. I just heard of this movie, um, and someone said it was good, and I found it on VHS. So I just picked it up on a whim one day and and put it in on, on a board night, and I fucking loved it. It was so good. And I feel oh. like nobody's ever heard of this movie before. By the way, you know why I said James Remar? Because I was picturing him as Connor McLeod, but it was actually, he played Raiden in one yeah, of the... Yeah, uh, that's... That's why there was all that <laughs> silence. I couldn't think of Mortal Kombat, but yeah, he played Raiden in Mortal Kombat too. <laughs> yeah, not the first one, second one though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Raiden with the short hair. Why anybody thought that was a good idea, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah but, knock um, it off. Anyway, uh, something that I didn't know about uh, Stuart Gordon uh, when I was reading about his death is that he has a writing credit on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. 
Apparently, oh, really? apparently it was uh, Stuart Gordon and Brian Yuzna who directed The Dentist and did a whole bunch of producing and stuff of uh, a lot of, uh, like, I think he did Reanimator and some other ones. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, they, it was, it was Stuart Gordon and Brian Yuzna that pitched the story about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids to Disney. So because of that, they got a story by credit. Really? Which is super interesting. I had no idea that he was even a part of that, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, which, by the way, is, I mean, man, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids came out in 1989. Yep. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, yeah, what a great movie, though, you know? That gigantic ant that they used to ride scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. Did you ever at go least at to, first? Did you ever go to, uh, wait, was that you? Would that, would that have been at Universal or Disney World? Uh, uh neither, because prob- I was poor. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Dis- you never went to Disney World when you were younger. I did not. No, they I had know a, it was not uh, because we were poor, but it was uh, it was you know three uh, three kids three kids on a on a single income uh, family. Oh sure. You well, I didn't you know if you too, like. You we, don't get too many uh, Disney trips out of that. Well, we we went there a couple times for for band trips. Yeah, good for you. Well, I'm just I, I <laughs> you were in, you were in band too. I thought maybe you would have yeah, like. And I and I did go to Disney. I actually did go to Disney when I was a senior. In high school, also oh. oh, you uh, lied we to didn't. me. Um, uh, not when it wasn't when I was a kid, though. I never went when I was a kid. They had a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids area, which was I thought was so dope because it was they had the giant Legos mm-hmm. and the the ant, and like you could get up and like sit sit inside the little uh, the hole in the Lego and stuff like that. I thought oh, that's it was cool. really cool. That's super cool. The but, closest yeah. thing that I ever came to that was at uh, Lakeside Mall, which is right <laughs> near us. They had this little like this kids play area with was giant breakfast foods for some reason. I don't I don't, I don't know why. Do you remember that? Uh no, cuz I didn't grow up around here. Did uh, they, well, they still have, they, wait, did they still have it even when I moved down oh, yeah. here? I'm pretty sure it's still there now. All right. It's like they, I, it, dude, it's I a haven't... kids play area with gigantic breakfast foods. Like you you can sit in the crevasses of a waffle. I haven't I haven't <laughs> I, I don't know to, why it's there, but I haven't been to Lakeside Mall since I think since I worked there. You can you can also ride uh, the banana. It's very it's very supple. <laughs> <laughs> a nice velvety supple banana. Um, no, they have something similar to that at Partridge Creek too. That, but it's uh, it's fruits and veggies, you know. Ah, it's, it's more healthy. Yeah, more they healthy. had to go with the, with the more the, with the healthier option because it was a it was more of a um, trendy sort of place. Yeah. So anyway, though, uh, back to this. Rest in peace, Stuart Gordon. But then they let the um, kids run around in those disgusting fountains. Mm, yeah, those are gross. Well, it's also kind of fun. Anyway, sorry. Whatever. All right. You were no, saying like I said, about Stuart peace, Gordon. Rest in peace, Stuart Gordon. Uh, you will absolutely be missed. Mm. Um, kind of feel like I'm going to go on a little Stuart Gordon binge because uh, I've never actually seen From Beyond, if you can believe that. Oh, so yeah. I might, uh, I might need to rectify that uh, in this next week. Don't you weekend, own it? You know. Uh, Laserdisc, I have it on, yes. <laughs> of course Good you do. Good old Laserdisc. <laughs> you think it's a silver record. There's a movie on there. All right, let's see here. Uh, let's, I'm going to try to get through this news pretty quickly here. Um, fans of the Netflix animated Castlevania series are going to be happy to hear that on the heels of the release of, excuse me, season three, a fourth season has already been announced. Cool. Apparently season three was uh, left on a little bit of a cliffhanger, so fourth season was, they probably already knew about it obviously, when they're making the third one, but they announced it uh, pretty quickly here, so that's pretty awesome. I've watched the first two seasons. It's fantastic, especially if you're a fan of the Castlevania games and the lore and all that stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really it's really good. Cool. Um, 
So here's something fun. Uh, you, we're all stuck on lockdown right now, right? We can't, you can't really do anything. Us and I think four other states right now. Um, in California, there is a place called the Winchester Mansion. Ah, right. We, talked we about actually this, uh, not we too long did ago. the movie. Yeah. yeah, we did the movie. Uh, while everyone's on lockdown and nobody can do anything, the Winchester Mansion. If you go to their website, they are doing virtual tours of oh, cool. the entire house. And the best part about it is that up until April 7th, it's completely free. Oh, you that's can just rad. log onto, the, onto their website and get a complete free tour of virtual tour of the entire mansion. I am that's absolutely cool. doing this the second that we stop recording tonight. <laughs> oh, wow. That's because commitment. It is. But that sounds awesome, right? Like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Movie, I'm definitely going to do it. When we did the movie, I was like really wanting to go and and see this house just because it sounds so batshit crazy i've always been fascinated by it because it's so creepy you know mm-hmm. like, like the idea lead to nowhere and yeah it's just bizarre yeah uh not um, to mention the whole the story behind it is just bizarre nutty yeah but um so that's pretty cool so if you're stuck on lockdown like we are there's something for you to do for free cool uh, that's pretty uh pretty awesome um before he passed away back in uh, 2017, uh, George Romero was working on his first novel uh, to be set in his Of the Dead universe. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, none of the movies are, are direct sequels or, or you know, uh, continuation stories of each other. It's just that they're all set you know, in the same world, basically. And um, his book that was supposed to be coming out uh, relatively soon here uh, is being pushed back uh, to a later date now. Um, which I have to imagine is because of everything going on in the world right now. Sure. But um, it's called, uh, the movie, or the, the movie, the book is called The Living Dead, which was finished by Daniel Krause based on uh, the rest of Romero's notes that he had for the book. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, so now the, the, that book, if you're looking forward to the release, it was not coming out sooner, but rather later. later. Hmm, not uh, sooner, but later. <laughs> not sooner, later. Uh, it is now coming out on the greatest day in the history of days. It is 420. coming out August, <laughs> August 4th, 2020. August 4th, 2020. Nope. It's the day of our Lord, James. 8 20 2020? Yeah. Yeah. It's my birthday. Oh. <laughs> Who cares, dude? So it's so not like it's not. Can, I definitely don't already have your gift. That's for damn sure. You know, you saying that. I hope you're, that you're lying because you saying that on the heels of me four years in a row not getting you something. Dude, I told you. I told you three weeks ago that I already have your gift, and I have uh, for a long time. It, did you're you an asshole. This book? Did you huh? pre-order this book? Is that what it was? No. Oh. Something better. Well, I don't want. I don't want it then. Oh, okay. I'll keep it for myself then. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, anyway, wait, still waiting uh, on that Mayan death whistle, dude. Yep, that's an Any Aztec death now. whistle. Thank you very much. Um, oh, but no, you uh, Aztec. Wow. If you, uh, if you are a fan of George Romero, though, and you love the movies the way that we do, um, I will absolutely be buying this book when it comes out. Um, so yeah, August 4th, 2020 is when you can see that. If you're interested as to what it is in The Living Dead... Uh, on October 24th, John Doe rises from the dead. Medical assist- assistant medical exam- examiner Luis Acola and his assistant Charlene are vissecting him. Vivisecting? Vivisecting. vivisecting. Yeah. What is vivisecting? 
Uh, it's like when you um, do a, a, a vivisecting is like cutting <laughs> cutting up to do a like autopsy? an when like when they do an autopsy they do they vivisect it's a very the body. vivacious autopsy. Gotcha. Okay. Is it? Well, um, hold on. Is it that or is it like straight up cutting into pieces? No, because that would I, be die. Oh. I think vivisecting. I, I think vivisecting is cutting up into pieces. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay. look it up. Well, regardless, uh, basically what it's about, uh, the first story is about a medical examiner and his assistant. Uh, there's two other stories, and it says uh, spread across three separate time periods and combining Romero's biting social commentary with Krauss's gift for the beautiful and grotesque. The book rockets forward as a zombie plague explodes, explodes, endures, and finally, in a shocking final act, begins to radically change. Uh, so I like this. It's actually like a George Romero of the Dead anthology story. That's which cool. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm very, very much looking forward to it. Um, so that's pretty cool. So if you're into that, <coughs> be on the lookout. Um, uh, let's just, see here. Just to avoid a correction here. Yes. Uh, vivisection is the cutting of or operation on a living animal, usually for physiological or pathological investigation. Broadly, animal experimentation, especially if considered to cause distress to the subject. You're cutting uh, also, them up. I would imagine that it would. <laughs> also, minute or pitiless examination or criticism. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That's it. We'll, we'll go with that. We'll that's go with it, that. That's all. Okay. Um, let's see here. Moving on. Uh, in June of 2021, we are finally getting the thing that we've needed forever. This is going to be the thing that brings the world back together. After uh, the coronavirus. I was, I was going to say, a vaccine for <clears throat> coronavirus? No, it is Jaws the Musical. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> this is what does it. This is what brings the world back together. But not. Uh, it's not based on the movie. It's actually based on the making of the movie and is entitled Bruce. Really? So Bruce the Musical uh, will chronicle the making of an iconic movie. It tells the story of then-unknown director Steven Spielberg's beleaguered film set and the challenges that thwarted his team at every turn, including the film star, an uncooperative mechanical shark named Bruce. At its heart, the show proves that when faced with hardship and uh, when we are faced with hardship and work together as a team, great things can happen. Like oh. curing the fucking coronavirus. Yeah. You see? You see what I did there? I did, yeah. That was a nice there way to go. bring it back around. I'm I'm very much looking forward to this though. I think this is gonna be super funny if yeah. done done right. So very, very I'm surprised there's never been a Jaws musical to begin with. Cause it just seems like perfect fodder. Yeah. yeah a singing a singing shark. Come on. <laughs> a singing shark. And then like just the the characters that you have between uh uh, Brody Hooper and um and Quint. Yeah, there's there's can you three. Quint, can you imagine Quint singing? Oh, it'd be awesome. <laughs> well, We're he sings on this boat. Well, he sings he sings in the movie. <laughs> you know, he sings like the old sailor the old sailor oh, songs. Oh, you're right. In the he movie. does. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I forgot about that. Um, now hopefully though the musical we get musicals for all the sequels as well because that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jaws um, Revenge. Yes. All right, let's see here. Uh, after waiting 15 years, 15 years, 15 seasons, to see how the story of the Winchesters wraps up, we're going to have to wait a little longer. Of course, I'm talking about the show Supernatural. Uh, I've been watching it for 15 straight years, and uh, this year being its final season, 
sucks because due to COVID-19 and the coronavirus, oh, no. uh, they, they had to shut down the filming and, and uh, editing and sound design and all that stuff for the last seven episodes. Well, and course. they have no idea when they're going to be able to pick it back up. Uh, partly due because Jared Padalecki, one of the uh, one of the series stars, is set to star in the reboot series of Walker Texas Ranger. It was, and that was supposed to start immediately following the wrapping of Supernatural. In the so title, in the title role. Yes. Yeah. I don't. He's going to be playing. No. Yeah. I. I don't. I don't know that I see it either. But um, dude, Norris is still probably willing and able. You know, yeah, prob- probably. He he still has his action genes. He can have kick to imagine- high as a motherfucker. Like just get him. You know, Chuck Chuck Norris used to do advertisements for Chester Boot, where your brother in law used to work. Oh, Chester Boot, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Ch- Chester Boot. Um, <laughs> Did he really? He used to do Chester yeah. Boot ads. Oh yeah, they're terrible ads. They're awful. Oh but, shit, um, dude. Anyway, though, so. The thing is, is, you know, we've been watching the show for 15 years. We have seven episodes left, and now they have no idea when they're going to be able to finish it. I've like, seen. Talk uh, about yeah, the sucks. biggest case of TV blue balls, blue balls you've <laughs> ever gotten in your life. I have seen exactly two episodes two. of that. Oh, it's so two good. episodes of that show. It's one I, of my I, favorite shows. I liked both episodes that I watched a lot. So I eventually I'll probably catch up on it. You know, just like eventually I'll catch up on Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh, no, you won't. Um, okay. Uh, speaking of... Uh, speaking you know, of... Aaron started watching uh, tight... What the fuck? Tiger? Tight what? What The you tiger watching? thing. The tiger thing. Oh, uh, Tiger King. Yeah. Yeah, she God, started we watching... Talk... We didn't even talk about Tiger King. I should have talked about that Aaron earlier. started watching Tiger King without me. Can you believe that? Can you believe that shit? That's grounds for divorce. Yeah, I know. If she didn't I'm... support your entire life, I would say leave her. <laughs> I'm seriously <laughs> thinking about it. I'm thinking about taking those... <laughs> Taking those fucking uh the Kids. uh no <laughs> no definitely not. No, I'm thinking about taking those uh tax return checks and just hitting it, hitting the dusty there you go. trail. There you go. You um, buy some tigers. <laughs> um yeah, I, I don't know what Tiger King is about and I don't want to know. All oh, I know is that all I know is that it's blowing people's minds. I've watched it twice already. Okay, don't say. Like anything. I've watched through the entire thing twice. It's, don't say anymore. Don't care. It's I don't want to hear. It's the greatest. It's the single greatest docu series ever made. It's, okay. that's, that's all you need to know. Leave, I'm not overselling it, it. Leave it at that. <laughs> all right. Uh, speaking of uh, people owning tigers, what's new on blue? <clears throat> speaking of, uh, well, what happens when you own a tiger? Uh, you usually die in a uh, a horrible, bloody accident. And it's a this, terrible segue, isn't it? <laughs> this Blu-ray section is going to be a horrible, bloody, uh, whatever I just said, because <laughs> I, I literally <laughs> forgot what I just said. Um, because we were getting set up for the show, and I realized that all my Blu-ray information was gone, oh. and I can't find it because I don't use this computer very often. So I'm just gonna kind of read them off of uh, the site here. We should do a and speed speed you're blue, gonna, huh? Speed Blue. Speed Blue. How about this? Uh, UK distributor Second Sight Films announced last year that they were restoring George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Of course. I already talked about it a couple weeks ago. It's coming up with a 4K Ultra HD release. Uh, It's going to have a brand new 59-minute documentary special feature. Previously unreleased archive interview with George A. Romero. A new 13-minute featurette wherein Tom Savini... Yeah, 
that Tom Savini that, talks about the films. Tom Savini <laughs> talks about the film's makeup effects. Uh, that's coming out on October twenty sixth, uh, and it's just gonna be it's just gonna be an absolute treat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gigantic box set. It looks so good. Yeah, it looks, I want it. I yeah, really it looks want it. Really cool. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, vinegar syndrome. Uh, halfway to black. Sounds like, sounds oh, like my sex life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, I got that vinegar syndrome. It just, it just sits so long, it just turns to vinegar. <laughs> I had vinegar. It's like I had wine. <laughs> I had vinegar syndrome once when we were we were on tour for uh, we were on tour with Search the City, and I didn't shower for five days, <laughs> and. And I didn't change my clothes either because it just seemed easier that way. Because if I changed my clothes, then all the funk would be let out, you know. So I of just course. didn't. So I didn't shower for five days, and I didn't. You don't want to sh- release the beast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Close the window. You're letting all the stank out. And so <laughs> I, I didn't change. And then when I finally like we got to this kid's house where, uh, like he was gonna let us stay at his house and we were gonna have access to a shower, my. F- my jeans peeled off of me like like fuck like a skin off of a grape. It was disgusting, and <laughs> so I had gross. and I had what you can only describe as vinegar syndrome. And that's a that's a fun fun little anecdote for you. <laughs> I thought you were gonna tell a story about how your girlfriend at the time was like, mm, save it for me. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> save that vinegar. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'll save that vinegar. Oh god, dude. That's I love so your gross. Salad dressing. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right, what else is what else is going on? Oh god. Vinegar syndrome's halfway to black. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh man. Halfway to Black Friday sale includes 80s treats. <laughs> you bastards. 80s absolute treats rad and the immortalizer i i honestly i'm a i'm a bad horror fan because i or am i i don't know what either one of those movies are to be totally honest with you i i know what rad is rad's a bmx it's a bmx movie it is the and the yeah and the immortalizer is what i call my cock So <laughs> well, you are right about rad. Oh wait, oh no, dude, no, wait, never mind. Okay, I just assumed because this was vinegar syndrome that it was going to be a horror movie. I have, I have not seen rad, but I no, do know not. what it is. Uh, I'm not going to go much further than that because this is falling apart. Uh, rad, if I if I remember correctly, has some of the raddest dialogue I've ever seen. Probably um, on par with. Uh, um shit what was that movie that we watched when we when i was getting tattooed oh fuck what was it breaking uh, no it wasn't breaking no no uh, no not breaking not breaking it was electric boogaloo it was um thra- thrasher thrashing 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 yeah i was dude, with that movie was so good all right the last um, time that you went to get a tattoo wasn't it yeah yeah like i haven't seven got, years ago yeah it was um my kid my my son was three i think so it was five years ago it's kind of a bummer yeah anyway um broke horror fan and fangoria are releasing the new joe bagos film vfw on fully functional vhs i I Uh, will be buying that one vfw on vhs vfw looks so good 
that uh, I'd like to watch it tomorrow. You should so go, so go ahead and watch. Go ahead and buy this, and we'll watch it on VHS. Is, is your uh, is your is your um, VCR in working condition right now? I have three of them hooked up in a single bedroom apartment. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> what does so, that tell you? So, no. In other words, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So, um, broke horror fan and Fangoria bring VFW to limited edition, fully functional VHS. And the tape goes on sale Tuesday, March 31st at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard that. Time. Hey, guess what, dude? Um, if that If that Aztec death whistle that you definitely, definitely ordered for me never comes in the mail, maybe you could buy this and just give it to me. Sure. I'll buy or, it for you. Or keep, or keep it for yourself and just I'll let say, me watch I'll, it. I'll buy it for you, but it'll stay at my house forever. Or you, or you could... Uh, or you could <clears throat> You could pop that extra copy of uh, uh, Father of Death over to me. Yeah, that that's pro- fine. Proto Men, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. All right. Um, last year, one of last year's best films called Tigers Are Not Afraid. Did you watch the trailer for this movie? Yeah, it's the prequel to Tiger King. That's, <laughs> it's not accurate. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it is. No, this movie looks. This movie looks no, intense, I've heard, man. It's very. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Like I've heard yeah. that it was one of the best films of the year last year. I was actually going uh, to put it on my. It. I was going to put it on my list for the uh, the things to drop in the hat, but I, I didn't. Um, anyway, which that's do. Which speaking of, we're doing that tonight. Uh oh! This picking last, shit up. This is this is our oh, last cool. week for March. So right, uh, right yeah. On. Right on, right on. Okay, well, that's coming. Uh, Tigers Are Not Afraid is coming out on Blu-ray uh, on stunning, uh. <laughs> in stunning steelbook packaging Ooh. in May. Uh, this is coming out on May 20, or May, sorry, May 5th, 2020 uh, on DVD and DVD Blu-ray steelbook. Uh, if you don't know what Tigers Are Afraid is about, then, you know, look it up. Because I'm not going to tell you right now. Use that internet box where you can you, type in questions. Use that me 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 type or whatever it me, is. Me teeb. Me teeb. <laughs> Why can't I get that right? Uh, because it's stupid. <laughs> Brahms, the boy too, heads to Blu-ray in May with alternate ending and deleted scenes. Do you need to know much more about that? Nope. It's not fine. really. Universal Pictures Home Entertainment brings the boy too. To Blu-ray on May 19th. Don't really know why they made a boy, too, because I haven't seen the first one, but from everything I've heard, people hated it. You know, so... Some people like boys. Some people like two boys. Some people like the boy, too. All right. Um, This is a disaster. The boy is Brahms. (laughs) I'm sorry that you... Oh, hey... Little, little speaking mo- speaking of that speaking of that amazing song, whose side were you on in that whole debate? Oh, Monica, completely. Monica? Yeah, that was not a Brandy guy. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Psst. I went back and forth to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know where I ever landed though. You know, I don't think I ever fully came down on one side of the we line. We got to start a new podcast that just has debates about the stupidest shit. Like, what side were you on? <laughs> And like, yeah. and like, <laughs> and like, and like healthcare and stuff like that, <laughs> like stupid, stupid shit, shit like that. You know what I mean? All right. All right. Uh, Is, uh, last, last but certainly not least, definitely certainly not least. Why the fuck did? Okay. Looks like a new Friday the Thirteenth twelve film Blu-ray set is on the way with mm. new special features. 
Uh, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit torn on this one. I don't know that it's I'm, it's necessary for me to buy this, but it will be the very first time that Jason Goes to Hell, the uncut, the unrated version will be on Blu-ray. On now, a scale, I don't have on a scale from one to Natalie Imbruglia, how torn are you? Ooh, um, well, I guess the fortune teller was right because I'm very, I'm very, I'm very torn. <laughs> Uh, no, I like lying I, so I, like lying naked on the floor. Torn. Well, that, I'm not torn about lying naked on the floor. I do that daily, especially now <laughs> that I'm out of work. Um, but uh, no, I I have the Ultimate Collection um, uh, DVD set, which is the one that comes in that cool book packaging, comes with the mask, and it's in a big box set. Um, I have that, so I don't know that I necessarily need to buy the Blu-rays, but I would like to have them on Blu-ray just yeah. because. And if there's some new special features, you know. For, for, who knows? Why well, not? it's uh, um, Ghost of Faro play. Uh, it looks like they have new commentary. Mm. Doing the running some commentary the, for the new twelve box set. Some of the new commentary should just by like a couple of actors that you probably don't remember anyway. That that's the thing. I don't know. If there's anything new enough well, on C- it that's going to make me want to go out and Graham, buy it. But C J Graham is one of them. Okay, that well, that one's good. Uh, remotely though and if well, there's no, and if there's anything oh, that we know from doing uh stuff remotely as in it, right it now usually, it usually sucks <laughs> it's absolute shit right yeah no i know that a lot of them they've been talking about how they're recording their stuff at their homes because they're they're quarantined oh yeah so it's it's a weird slice of time that we it's live like, in like there's like so weird it's so weird yeah um, dude this is it's very bizarre it's like this bizarre, is uh yeah. this is this is gonna be like every generation has a weird uh like there was there was the great depression there was world war two you know there like was, this there is, was the britney meltdown the what the britney oh, meltdown Leave. where were you when britney spears shaved her head right yeah and then there was the whole the you know the kid who just wanted you to leave her alone and i was kind of on his side about the whole thing just leave her alone you know <laughs> leave britney alone <laughs> Oh, that guy's great. He's still a gigantic YouTube personality. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's, he's actually huge. like he's actually really entertaining too. I, gotta, I don't I don't know that I would go that far, but well, I mean, more entertaining than we are. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel okay, like hey, I I feel like I'm making so many stupid. Do I make this many stupid faces when we're just sitting across from each other, looking at each other? One hundred percent. Do I really? Because I, I can watch myself in the camera now, and I'm like, fuck, my face looks dumb. That's actually why I put myself on the small screen so that I'm only looking at you and not myself, because otherwise uh, I'm like staring. I'm staring I, at that beautiful boy next to you, and I just don't know what to do. I'm evenly split right now, dude. Yeah, I, I'm looking at myself. I'm like, I would. <laughs> I totally would. I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd fuck me. <laughs> uh, okay, my last bit here is that uh, this is very exciting. Shudder. You know, we talk about Shutter a lot. Love Shutter. Of course, yeah. <clears throat> Did that sound sexy? Spot, Didn't mean to, because I had beer in my throat. Um, yeah. Shutter, <laughs> as part of their halfway to Halloween celebration for the month of April, have announced that the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs is returning on April twenty-fourth. This is the greatest news since sliced bread. I don't even know what I, that means. I, <laughs> 
you could always slice bread yourself. I don't know why that was so usually upset. usually it's usually it's the the best thing or the greatest invention since sliced bread. But <laughs> yours is just it's the greatest news <laughs> since sliced bread. It works, it's like, man. It's like, hey, fellas, did you hear that over on the East Coast they got sliced bread? Well, that's great news. <laughs> extra, extra, read all about it. Bread gets sliced. <laughs> extra, extra. <laughs> um. So yeah, so the so the last drive in with Joe Bob Briggs. Uh, imagine, will be re- <laughs> imagine hearing that there's sliced bread on the East Coast, and then you die before it gets to you. Ah <laughs> oh, shit! So you can slice it yourself, yeah, but you can get it already sliced. It's amazing. You're on your, um, death, you're on your deathbed, and you're like, I, I just, never tasted sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just wish. I would have seen the sliced bread. <laughs> Back in my day, we had to slice our own bread. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, during the month of April, uh, during this uh, halfway to Halloween thing, though, uh, in addition to the uh, to the new season of uh, Joe Bob Briggs, we're getting a new docu series called Cursed Films that looks at the uh, looks at uh, uh, the making of certain films that had supposedly cursed sets. Which is really interesting, like, like the, uh, the Exorcist, The Exorcist, The Omen, Poltergeist, The Crow, yeah. and Twilight Zone, the movie. Oh, uh, shit, so that's dude. very, very so, cool. So I'm, basically, any set that somebody was horribly injured or killed on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, um, we're getting the second season of Wolf Creek, which I still need to watch the first season. Oh, dude, um, the movies are so good. Right. I love the Wolf um, Creek movies. John Jarrett's amazing. Speaking of Friday the Thirteenth, we're getting the first eight movies along with uh, Crystal Lake Memories, uh, Smoke and Mirrors, the story, of, the story of Tom Savini, and To Hell and Back, the Kane Hodder story. Which, if you haven't seen To Hell and Back, I can't recommend it more. Or was that the it's one where he talks so about good. the accident and like how he yeah. got all yeah burnt and shit? Yeah, it's, wow, <laughs> it's super super good. Uh, and then there's also a bunch, whole bunch of other stuff that's coming. Like there's new Elvira movie. Uh, there's. Eh, bunch of stuff uh so check out shutter just fucking subscribe it's like five it's bucks five a bucks a month you guys come on just do and it they don't even pay us they don't even pay us to say that it's just a great service which so, uh, they should though if you're out there and you work for shutter and you want to pay us go ahead hey shutter <laughs> hey shutter if you was even thinking about sponsoring us just do it <laughs> what was that dude what was that know. accent if Yves was even thinking about Spencer. It's my drunk newsy accent. So, you're so bad at accents. I mean, like, I'm not good at accents, but you're fucking terrible. I'm suffering from seasonal allergies, all right? Give me a break. Except for the the funny thing is, is when you're really good at an Australian accent, but it's when you're trying to do an English accent. <laughs> Every time I've heard you try to do, like, genuinely try to do an English accent, it comes out perfect Aussie. Per- uh, did you say Aussie? It sounded Aussie. like you said Nazi. Uh, per- perfect Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. Um, anyway, that's that's what we got. That's oh, I your, thought you were going to do it. Oh. Do you want my daddy to not say I don't, What the fuck was that? I don't even know. <laughs> I got I got to sounded like a it. Nazi to me. See, I got I got to start off doing like saying something like like uh good eye mate. How you doing? You're going to go over to the ball and we're going to do a little Pikachu over there. Like I can I, I can sort of do it if I start it, but I can't just cold call it. Do any Aussies really weird. Do any Aussies actually say 
throw another shrimp on the barbie. I'm throw another <laughs> shrimp on the barbie. Another shrimp on the barbie. I, I have no idea. I'd like to know if anybody in Australia is listening to this right now, which I know you are. Uh, chime in. How do you let think me know that? if let me know if you actually say shrimp on the barbie. I feel like I feel like sexy time is really weird for Australians. Probably not weird for them, but it'd be weird <clears throat> for us to see it. You know, they'd be like. All right, good day, mate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come over here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jerk off on your chest. Is that okay with you? Wow. <laughs> no, see, when you're trying, when you're trying to do an Aussie accent, it doesn't work. Ah, my, right. my, my favorite is always the. Uh, I think it was on Family Guy. It was a like a proper Englishman making love, and he's just, <laughs> he's just like, he he, he goes, oh, oh, all right, all right, all right, <laughs> and there we are. <laughs> Like that's a, that's him coming, like, and the, there we are. <laughs> it's the it's the English equi- equivalent of one zero one zero one zero one. <laughs> oh, binary lovemaking. <laughs> yeah. Zero zero one zero one one zero one one. We know somebody like that. Okay, James. What the fuck are we news. talking about, dude? I don't yeah, know. That's, I don't okay. know. That's your news. <laughs> I think we're better at this show when we're not together. <laughs> this is good listening. Plus, I can see I, my. I, Plus, I can see my fucking biceps in the... Look Dude, how small my arms are. Like, I was going to say, there's so much fat hanging off the bottom side of your no, arms. It's unreal. No, I've got no <laughs> fat on my arms. If if there's one thing that I can say for myself, look at that. I'm flicking your, it. Your not bicep a stitch. Has a, your bicep has a scrote. What the fuck? <laughs> Let me see yours, motherfucker. Look at this. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. It looks like nobody a f- can see this. this. Is this is bad radio, dude? <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. We're, we're drunk flexing to each other over video chat. This is this is what happens when you're in quarantine for uh, as long as we've been seven right, whole sh- days. All right, show me your dick. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the top. I saw, I saw the neck. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long. It's a long neck cocklehawk. That's uh, that's. <laughs> Oh my god. All right, let's talk about some murder. <laughs> All uh, right, uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the town that dreaded sundown and yeah. also the town that dreaded sundown, not dreaded. And, and then, uh, uh, we're also and then, gonna talk about and then James' the... mom a little bit. Jude? Yeah. Okay, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. Let's, let's do it. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Back and uh, welcome, welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast, <laughs> Tofu. Uh, that was the third time we actually came back into this. James said that I wasn't spirited enough, so I had to come back and uh, you show sounded, some spirit. You sounded <laughs> like you were. You sounded like you were sad. Sad stroking. <laughs> sad stroking. You know, you're like, like when, when you when you use your tears as lube. Is that is that what it is? <laughs> it's like when you're jerking off, but you're kind of sad about it. All right. <laughs> this doesn't even feel good. <laughs> I mean, oh it, god! I mean, I mean, it does, but I don't. You care. know what else? You know what else doesn't feel good? Being stabbed to death by a guy in a sack. 
so we'll sack on his head. <laughs> Dude, the uh, the I'm just being stabbed to death by a guy who's using a trombone to stab you to death. Oh it's an is the kill. ultimate. I'll give it that. It's the ultimate insult. It's the ultimate. This one time at band camp story. The that's, sack. That's butt? what it is. Yeah. The, no, the no, sack the, butt. The the trombone. It's like this one time at band camp. I tromboned a guy to death. <laughs> <laughs> You went to a weird high school, man. <laughs> yeah. You know. Happened. Did you know that that's what that's a slang term for the trombone? What's that? Sack butt. Oh, wait. What's it called? Sack butt. It is not. Swear it's, to God, dude. I've never heard that in my life. I, I swear to dog. Look it up. I've, dude, coming from a guy that has put a lot of sacks to a lot of butts, that is, I guarantee you, that's not true. <laughs> it is. <laughs> It is. I'm gonna. I don't know how I'm supposed to show you, but I. Okay. I can. So the town, the town that dreaded sundown. Uh, this is the movie from 1976. Uh, this was uh, based on uh, the real life string of mysterious killings that terrorized the people of Texarkana, Texas, in 1946. Uh-huh. Um, the, the 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 weird thing about it is that this is one of those weird stories, kind of like the Zodiac and everything else, where the killer was never found. Yeah. So there's really no true ending to to the true story or to the movie. Um, Are there any? Because there's theories about the uh, the Zodiac. Are there any theories about this killer? There are, yes. There's actually a lot of. Um, I I went through a couple. I can't remember names right now, but there's a couple of really good documentaries on YouTube. On I'm sorry, MeTube. That's um. <laughs> Me type that that talk about people that a lot of people believe that the killer was actually picked up for a different crime and spent the rest of his days in prison because that, that Suo guy. Yeah, I think maybe maybe that was see, his name. I forget. See, I think that's bullshit. And even even Lone Wolf Morales thought that was bullshit. Well, you know what I mean? Who knows? That's the thing. That's the crazy thing about these kind of stories is who actually knows if that's true or not you know like, right 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 it, that's the weird part of, weird part about it the, the killer could have just decided that he was done and stopped and he could have been your your if you live in texarkana you which real quick can we just revel in how great of a name texarkana is oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's awesome great it's a great name for a town well but, it's like it's so fucking indecisive like are you texas or are you arkansas we're Texarkana, James. It's not indecisive. They know exactly what they are. <laughs> are you um, a Are you a Texarkana? Are you a Or are you a Texarkanta? That didn't Tex- show I'm up a in Texarkana. this. That didn't show up in this movie, and that pisses me off. Um, Lone Wolf Morales machete. should have said that to somebody. It was in Machete, though. Are you a Mexican? Or are, are you a, a Mexican? Mexican? <laughs> uh, anyway, though. Um, Anyway though, uh, anyway, no, I'm though. sorry. That was was that Des- that was Desperado. Shit, it wasn't. Oh Shady. yeah, because that was Johnny Depp. I think it was. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. It was Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Third, yeah. Third times the charm. Dude, um, one of my favorite scenes of any movie ever is that stupid. <laughs> it's that Puerco Pabil, uh scene. Oh right. Yes. Where, beside the fact that it's the. Uh, 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 Richard Rodri- Richard Rodriguez is a. Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. James? Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> it's their, their <laughs> get your face away from the camera. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez. Um, his recipe for Puerco Pabil sounds absolutely delicious. Oh yeah, absolutely. and I want to do it sometime. But that's absolutely. one of my favorite scenes ever when uh, 
Johnny Depp is talking to Antonio Banderas, mm-hmm. and he says, "This Puerco Pibil, it's nothing special. It's just uh, slow roasted pork. I get it everywhere I go with a tequila with lime." And he said, "But this one is good. It's a little too good. It's I so good never... that when I'm when I'm done, I'm gonna pay my check. I'll walk back into the kitchen and I will shoot the cook because that's what I do." I keep the balance. Like I fucking love that scene, dude. It's so good. It's a great. It's a great scene. If you've never seen that trilogy of movies, they're incredible. I like them. Um, yeah. Anyway, Tom the Dread Sundown. Yeah. Um, so like I said, this is based. They're based on true events. Even though um, there was a uh, there was a guy that wrote for where does it say here? He was a Texarkana journalist. I don't know uh, what he actually wrote for, uh, but the guy's name is Doctor Robert Kerr, and he says mm-hmm. that. While the the movie is based on a true story, the film's creative liberties stray so far from the real events uh, that this journalist, uh, Robert Kerr, wrote about the movie as poetic license has rarely been stretched so thin and described the movie as total fiction. Yeah. So I think like they, it, the, the real story and then you have the movie, they're not, a lot of based on a true story kind of movies are very close to well, what actually happened. Whereas it's this one, the same. It's the same. It, they made it's a, a slasher out of a real thing. I mean, it's on. the exact same way that they say that uh, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based off of a true story. Oh, Ed Gein, basically. basically. Right, right. And which, which, which Ed Gein, him, really. Ed Gein did some really horrifying shit, including making furniture out of people's like human bones in that's his not house. That, that's not that horrifying. <laughs> that's just. That's just called recycling. I, I, I guess as I guess as long as it works with the feng shui of the room, then yeah, it's yeah. not that horrifying. But it's it's but, feng but shui by and large, because of the smell. <laughs> feng shui, uh, but by and large, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is exactly the same. It's like it's mostly, yeah, uh, it's mostly just fabricated narrative. So uh, that kind of dread- goes along with yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the Town That Dreaded Sundown from 1976 was directed by Charles B. Pierce, uh, who also directed The Legend of Boggy Creek, which we uh-huh. did uh, f- which we did a few episodes which, ago. Which you just loved. Oh, I fucking hated <laughs> that movie. He also, you know wrote, he also wrote Sudden Impact, the Clint Eastwood Dirty Harry movie. Really? I believe it was the fourth one, yeah. No shit. It's very interesting. He actually wrote that movie. Uh, so he's this guy's gotten around. He had a he had a good, good decent career. You know what's uh, funny this, is like when you now that I know that now that I know he's the same guy who did uh, Legend of Boggy Creek. You can uh-huh. see the similarities. Well, the same the same guy that did the narration did for both movies. Oh, did he? Yeah. Which which I have I have a lot of contention with the narration in this movie. It's completely got, fucking pointless. <laughs> you uh, don't yeah. need you do not need narration in this movie. Honestly, um, the honestly the narration in Legend of Boggy Creek was sort of pointless too, oh, but it was it was set up to be like a like a you know like a documentary. This movie yeah. was also, in a way, n- not like a documentary per se, but it was I don't know is this like a this stylized movie, version of what actually happened. This movie was so weird, dude. Yeah, I like it had it had so many. <laughs> Like well, I, I would go was, as far as to say that I almost, I almost want to say I didn't really care for this movie. If I'm being completely honest with you, it's not. Um, it was tonally, this movie was all over the fucking map. It did not know what kind of movie it wanted to be. Yeah, that's, um, and that's a, and its confusion in its own identity led for it to just really not be that effective. Quite frankly, that's that's a good way to put it because 
the idea of a of a of a of a killer, a masked killer, of a of a of a of a the idea of a masked killer. You fucking you had to bring the biscuit into it, didn't you? Um, the idea of a masked killer terrorizing a a tiny town in the middle of nowhere is terrifying. It's scary as shit, and like the. the sack over the head, like the simplicity of of that particular disguise, is very it it, it like that's so scary that it, it resonated resonated with people for long enough to where Jason Voorhees did it, and also uh, you know movies like The Strangers, The Strangers, the 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 sack that the guy wears over his head in The Strangers is very much like that as well. Speaking um, of Jason Voorhees, real quick, um, yeah. I couldn't watch. Now I'm going to get into the remake a little bit here. I felt like when I was watching the remake, I was watching it and I go, this could legitimately be a sequel to the Friday the 13th remake movie. In a certain light, if you re- if you just change some of the sound effects and some of the overall things, a this sequel could literally or a, be like a this a sequel or a prequel. I'd I say guess, prequel because he was wearing but, the bag on his head the whole time. But my point is, though, it could have existed in the same world as the Friday the 13th remake mm-hmm. as like a secondary movie to it. If you just changed like some of the, the sound effects to put the like put that in there, yeah, change, change what they called him. This could have been a Friday the 13th movie. And it turns out that the sack face Jason in uh, part two of the of the original Friday the 13th series was inspired by this movie was it yeah yeah it's, yeah that and makes sense watching it it's 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 hard to not draw parallels when you've seen both of them but then to find out that it really actually was inspired by it it yeah. makes perfect sense and that's pretty cool like i i feel like i feel like jason uh so it would have been in friday uh two right mm-hmm. where he first showed up with the sack on his head yeah friday two yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I feel, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I no, feel and, like and it was I Friday feel like, three with the sack on his head and Friday two, he wore a fish over his head. <laughs> that's that, that's it. A large mouth bass. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like Friday two where Jason first, you know, he shows up with the sack on his head. That's, that's what this movie, that's what this movie should have been. Like they took they took the idea of the 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 bag over the head killer and turned it into something truly frightening for Friday mm-hmm. the Thirteenth Part Two, and it kind of just there's so much about this movie that is so silly, dude. Oh like, yeah, the the music is is fucking weird. Like well, I, like you you we, told before me before we get into you told on, me before, the spark. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was just say before we get into what we liked and what we didn't like. Being that this is a compare contrast episode, mm-hmm. let's let's frame out both movies before we start talking about like what we liked and didn't like about them. Does that okay. make sense? Uh huh. Um. So the, the this this original movie is it's basically about uh this this guy who is a serial killer. He takes out couples that are at like lover's lane you know they go to park somewhere he'll take them out there and he stalks certain people in the in the community and it's uh it's basically about a police force trying to track him down and that's <laughs> in inept police force <laughs> uh, yeah, very, hey spark plug um not just one inept police force 
nine inept police forces. Because they said by nine. the end of the yeah, they said by the end of the movie they had police forces from nine different counties. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. <laughs> now and the remake all, though. The requel. The requel. Get the requel shit straight. Is is it's very interesting because it's not a remake of the movie. It exists in the same timeline as the original movie, yeah. but in a really weird way. It's not that the the events of the first movie took place uh like like in in the requels past it's that 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 movie itself the town that dreaded sundown exists as a movie in its regular form in the second requels <clears throat> history well the it's events actually the events very actually meta. it's very meta the events actually happened yes right and then the movie was actually made mm-hmm. and just like in texarkana um, every year, still to this day, you can go and watch the town that dreaded sundown. That's at true. A, at a drive-in theater a every sing, every single summer, which I would love to do someday. Um, I'm into that road trip. But they do they do that in this movie in the 20, 2014 version. So it's mm-hmm. so it's the events actually did take place. The movie actually was made, and they actually do show it every year. But yeah. then a, a rash of uh, similar killings start to happen throughout the town again that are inspired a, by the movie. There's a new sack face uh, in, in this one. <laughs> it's true. I mean, Sackhead? What do, you, what do you want to call him? Sack face? Sackhead? I don't know. Um, Neither one is good. There's a... Um, <laughs> Both of them sound like things that I would have been called in high school. Sack face and Sackhead. Uh, so, so basically the, the, the town celebrates every year Halloween by watching the original movie at a drive-in theater and scrotum head comes and there's a new version of him and he starts taking people out, you know, in the same way, sort of in the same way, following the same, uh, events as the movie. Yeah. So you have, it's almost like a copycat, but like he's back and they, there's a lot of really cool, um, I, I I'll say this. I fucking adore this remake. I think this remake is, or the the second movie is so good. Um, I think that it's, it's 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 far superior to the first movie. And given that the first movie exists in the mythology of the second movie, you almost don't need the first movie. It's almost like a like a it's almost like a like a um it's it's a fun thing to look back on. But really, if you're going gonna watch one of the movies, it's the second one should be it all the way. This is one of those. This is one of those movies that can be very divisive because, um, like, if you go on uh, IMDb and look at the the reviews and stuff like that, mm-hmm. of course you have people saying, "Oh, this is great!" Like, uh, what the hell was the director's name? I can't remember the director's name. Uh, um, yeah, I'm sorry. The second one was directed by, by... Uh, Alfonso Gomez Rajon. Yes, uh, he was the uh, he's one of the producers and frequent directors of American Horror Story. Actually, yeah, uh, he's partners with uh, Brian Brian Murphy. Is that his name? Ryan mm. Murphy, Brian Murphy, something Murphy. You just said the <laughs> you Whatever. just said the name. You just said the same name five times. <laughs> I did and not say that. As if each time was a different question. Was it Brian, Brian Murphy? Murphy? Brian uh, was it Brian? Brian Mur- was it Brian Murphy? Was no, it Brian Murphy? It was, I said Ryan as well. Oh, but. Point is though, um, 
Yeah, so he's, he's which is ironic, because I just finished, finally, the first season of American Horror Story this past week. Oh, yeah. Look, look at um, me being cultured. Which we didn't we didn't talk about it, but actually now that I'm not so you said if Alfonso Gomez Rayon is yeah Rayon one of the writers on American Horror Story producer and director I said so I it makes so it makes sense then that uh, yes I know exactly Dennis what you're gonna say. Dennis O'Hare yep. played Charles B Pierce as, Jr. and I like him as, dude I I, I like too. him a lot as he soon was as great I saw him this. I go oh hey it's the burn guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he was uh, I, I without getting too far too much into it what did you think of the first season of uh oh, I, american horror story i thought it was i thought it was great it didn't suck me in i had to make it a point to go back and watch it honestly to finish it yeah. it didn't suck me in the way that like tiger king did mm-hmm. <laughs> i've watched it twice <laughs> um of but no i did love it though i thought it was i thought it was great so Good. Yeah, Dennis, uh, Dennis, Dennis O'Hare I thought was really good in Dennis that, O'Hare and also, I thought he was one of the best parts in this movie, too. Yeah, he also narrated this movie. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh, he was, was he the, the narrator? Na- yeah, yep. that makes sense, though. So both movies, both movies had a narrator aspect to them. I think that in the... I'm going to call it the remake just because it's easier to separate the two. So yeah. From the, the requel, whatever. Uh, in, the, in the requel... Um, I thought the narration was way better served because they just used it in the beginning and not throughout the entire movie the way the original did. Well, they um, did. They they used they used him as the narrator in the beginning, basically to set up the entire series of events. Yeah. And then for the rest of the movie, they did have narration, but it was done from tastefully. It was done from Addison Timlin's character Jamie, mm. and her narration was actually an article that she had <coughs> sorry that's just COVID. that's just the covid it's just, just the covid <laughs> but but this is not the covid Fine. <laughs> oh my god did you i i actually didn't realize that addison i mean never mind uh, the fact that she was playing a you know, seventeen-year-old, but <laughs> no, 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 whatever. I didn't realize Addison Timley. You know who she was, right? She's Stormy in Odd Thomas. Odd Thomas, yeah. And Stormy was fine in, in in that movie too. Um, she is so fine. Um, one of my notes for the for the one of my notes that I took in just the middle of the movie is, man, she is hello nurse. <laughs> I mean, hello, nurse. <laughs> I mean, that's that's fine, and I get it, and I get the reference. But who the fuck says that? This guy, right hello, here, nurse. <laughs> she is so hot. <laughs> yeah, she is like, super fine. If I uh, if I had a weird magical mask like Jim Carrey did when he first saw, like, what was it Cameron Diaz, where his face turned into the wolf in the mask? That yeah. was me every time she was on screen. <laughs> She is just a babarino, dude. There's and I, else, I uh, and I should, I sh- I should stress because we already said, even though she was playing a seventeen-year-old, she was a what twenty-three at the time. I think so. I believe twenty-three at the time. Something yeah, like stop with the eyebrows. <laughs> By the way, the quality of the camera on your phone is f- just fantastic. The fucking S twenty man, I'm, the phone I'm sucks. Seeing, I'm 4K seeing video. you. I'm seeing you in 4K, bro, and it's 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 gross, but it's also kind of awesome at the same time. Yeah, 
I could yeah. take your fingerprints from that, right? There. <laughs> you probably could. <laughs> um, no, anyway. yeah, she is super fine. And so here's uh, the thing. The, the 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 I was just gonna say the thing is that the requel follows the story of the first movie almost to a T. You have different characters, obviously, and I think in this one there in the requel there was way more of a focus on uh, Addison Tam- uh, Timlin's character Jamie. There was more of yeah. a focus following her as there was in the first movie. Uh-huh. In the first movie, I feel like it was kind of more like you were following the police force more than any kind of a victim. Right, right, right. right. So that's which, one difference between the two. Which made it, it, it was so, the, the first movie, I know, like, don't get me wrong. I liked the first movie, like, especially if we ever had the opportunity to actually go and watch the original movie at a old school outdoor drive-in in Texarkana, the way they yeah. actually do it oh, every year. I would do oh, it I would, I would fucking adore it. But... There's so much, there's so, there's so much like <laughs> that's weird about this movie too. Like, like a lot of slapsticky kind of stuff. Like you're dealing yeah, with it's... this, you're dealing with this horrifying bag headed serial killer. Yeah. But then every once in a while you have these weird breaks where there's like fucking Benny Hill music and, and yeah, spark, it's... spark plug being a jackass. And like, this is what I was talking about, about, the, the 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 tone of this movie being completely all over the map. Yeah. It like it's like it didn't know what it wanted to be. Like there's times like there's one there's one scene in particular that like super stuck out to me. Um where like there's a uh I'm trying to find it in my notes here. That's right. It it, it seems it's like as cheesy as like an old serial or like TV show from the fifties. And the scene that I'm seeing, I'm thinking of in particular was when they're outside and a cat jumps out of a, a, a garbage can <laughs> and like the sound. So the, the sound woman, effect is literally like, wah, 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 wah. and the woman, and the woman goes, <laughs> like, yeah, like it's, it's like, like she's like, Oh this? no. It, it, like it was, a, it was like a very, like, I love Lucy moment. Yeah. It was like, and, you know, and, but then you She's have like, that. Oh, I messed up. up. Yeah, and then you have that butted up with a scene of fucking murder and like people getting stabbed. And like tonally, <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't make sense. It's no. all over the map. No, not at all. Sorry. And the murders get darker and darker throughout the movie. Yet the well, yet and there's the like the narrative the, of the cops gets lighter and lighter. It's it's yeah, and even super like super weird. And actually, even the the first, uh, the first one's not a murder. It's a uh, the like the both of the people survive but the doctor's like the doctor's like well she was uh she was bitten heavily what the fuck what are you showing me right now she was she was bitten heavily about her breast neck and back and it's like stop bite, 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 i'm sorry ser- okay bite, bite. i'm turning you off i'm turning your camera off i don't want to look at you I was, anymore i was ex- i was showing you biting the nipples that's what i was showing you yep, you're gone um <laughs> but you're like it's like it's like she was bitten heavily around the neck back and breasts and then they go to and then they go to the next scene spark plug can't find his keys yeah it's (laughs) like this weird like whimsical trombone music the sack butt if you will it's super weird it's like 
Sparkplug, it, it, the character, is straight out of the Andy Griffith show. Oh, like, yeah. Like, straight he's, up out of the yeah, Andy Griffith Barney. show. Yeah, he's Barney. Yeah, and... And it just it just it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make any sense whatsoever. In the in the car chases, like first of all, I understand like it's not so much like the swerving all over the road. I understand what a car chase must have looked like back then on dirt roads when there was no power steering. Like, yeah, you'd be going all over the place. But there were weird instances of them like the the film would slow down. And the car would be flying into the like into the woods in slow motion, but you would still hear the dialogue between uh, C.J. Morales and Sparkplug, and mm-hmm. he'd just be like, "You're not gonna make it, Sparkplug," and Sparkplug would be like, "Oh, geez, I don't think I'm gonna make it, Lone Wolf." <laughs> like this yeah, really it's... fucking cheesy. And then I swear to God, when they <laughs> like when they went to arrest uh, Sewell or uh, yeah Sewell. And the car went flying into the pond. Yeah. Like a slow motion so shot of it. I I I was like, any second now it's gonna it's gonna pause and you're gonna hear a voiceover go. Looks like the looks like the Duke boys really got themselves into a pickle this time. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it was like what a, it felt it was like, like watching yes. the fucking Dukes of Hazard, dude. It, it's, it's super so it super was. It's and it's it's so weird. Like the uh even after that, like after that scene, after they make the arrest or whatever, they get back into the car, and uh, the main uh, inspector guy can't remember his name. C.J. Morales. Um, yeah, C.J. Morales. Like he goes, "Oh, you're driving? Nope, get me out of this car!" Like and he goes right back into the comedy, <laughs> like right afterwards. And it's like, yeah. come on. Speaking of speaking of the main the main guy in charge of uh, the investigation. Now fast forward to the requel, and that character was super super interesting because they they cast the lone wolf character uh with anthony anderson yeah which was an extremely odd choice but i didn't really think so like he's he's a comedian typically but like he's not he's not bad as a as a drama actor. No, that's that's what I'm saying though. You basically know him as a comedian. So yeah. to see him in this role was a little bit jarring at first, but I actually loved it. I yeah, thought, I thought he it was, was great. I thought, I thought it was cool. It. I don't think they actually gave him enough screen time. I agree. Like he wasn't I like completely agree. like CJ Morales was in, in the in in the in the 1976 version, he was a huge part of the narrative. Yeah. And in this movie, what did they give him? Like, well, maybe in that maybe movie, though, maybe two or three scenes where he was even yeah, speaking. Like, like we he said, really didn't original, do much in this movie. In the original movie, though, it was more based on the police, whereas in the requel, it was more based on Jamie's character. So I can understand the trade off a little bit there. Um, but I really, really loved Anthony Anderson in this movie. I thought he was great. I thought he might have been actually the best part about this movie. To be honest with you. Um. um because like, every time that he was on the screen, it was like you didn't know what to expect from him because it was so weird seeing him in that role. But he always delivered every scene he was in. You know what I'm, I'm, saying? I'm I'm still like I I did like him. I liked him in that role. I thought he was I thought he was great. And and I agree with you. I'm still gonna say I think the best part of this movie was Dennis O'Hare though. As, uh, I did like him a lot, Charles yeah. B. Pierce Jr. I thought, like, as far as the performances go, he gave the best performance. 
I um, love that there was a character that was literally the son of the director of the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was cool. That's, you don't see that. That's a really cool idea. Well, it's a cool idea on multiple levels just because A, it's like it makes it super meta, but at the same time it sets it kind of sets him up as uh as an automatic suspect, you know. Yeah. It's like, That's "Oh, true. well, it's it's like cuz you kind of think you kind of think like and it, there's even in the first scene of the movie you see uh the young kid, the 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 first uh Corey, was that his name? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Corey. You see Corey and Jamie sitting on their car watching the movie, and then as it pans back through all the cars parked there watching the original movie, mm-hmm. you see like the camera slows down for a second, and you see um, Dennis O'Hare's character, mm-hmm. Charles B. P- Charles B. Pierce Jr., sitting I in his actually, car with a scowl on his face, and it kind of it kind of realize... sets it up, and you and you're like, oh, there he is. There's the fucking killer right there, you know? I actually didn't realize that was him at first, but I remember seeing that character. I just didn't recognize him in the car. And I remember when they showed the camera going by and they kind of paused on him for a second. I go, that guy is going to be somebody in this movie. Yeah. I didn't know why, because I didn't recognize him at first. Uh, Yeah. It was for good reason. That was good character building. That was really good. You oh know, yeah, and then making. and and then throughout the movie, like every time they would have a um, like a, a community gathering where they were discussing the killings and stuff, mm-hmm. he he wouldn't be a prominent character in those scenes. He would just be sitting off in the background, and you would see him making like interesting faces in regards to what what was happening, and then you would hear him do like one line. Yeah, he would he would say. Um, He's like there, Quint sitting in the back of the room talking about the shark. <laughs> exactly, because yeah, exactly because there was there was a, in that one scene where there was a a huge it was like a huge community gathering in a gymnasium or something, mm-hmm. and then they're all talking about different things, and then it just it it pans like some woman in the in the front of the room is screaming about uh, like fire and brimstone and shit like that, and then. They cut back to his character, just kind of casually saying something to the guy next to him, saying, uh, oh, "Fuck, what, uh, the the uh, the the harbingers of evil." What does he say? I forget. What, you I forget you just what it was exactly. you, you just hear you just hear him say like uh, uh, this, the the seeds of evil. That's what my dad always used to say. Oh yeah, and yeah, it yeah. kind of sets him up like you, like it's it's really quick, but then you kind of start to even the the next scene starts to roll along, and you're like, well, what did that mean? And who's his dad? And what the fuck is he talking about? Because you don't because you don't know exactly who exactly he is yeah. yeah. So it's like it's like you said, it's really good character building. You also have in the requel, you have a new character named Nick who uh, helps Jamie uh, start to research. Uh, the killings and everything else, all in in a ploy of being the nice guy trying to get into her pants, pretty much. But um, <laughs> and he's a, hold on he, and success. <laughs> um, I will say I, this: I like I like Dink though. He was I, I liked I did him. Too. Was, I don't think that he was. I don't think he was just trying to get into her pants. Like he no, he was he the actually shy cared guy. about her. He was the shy dude that like went to high school with her and always noticed her but never talked to her and like you and know, they were, finally made a and they were bit both a, a little and... they were both a little fucked up too you know yeah oh so for it, sure for sure so so it made him a good good match 
she um she almost got murdered. He saw us in and uh, went for it, and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if only we could all be so lucky. But um, I really liked his his character, though. I thought his character was genuine for the most part. You know, I thought that um, like there was there was even a scene where. Like the the first time the two of them have like a little bit of like a sexual chemistry thing going on, and he like sort of goes in for a kiss. Now, granted, he went in really quickly. <laughs> like, it was, yeah, like he did. it was like a shark shooting in for the kiss, <laughs> and she got freaked out by and kicked him out of the car, and like she leaves him there, and you felt really bad for him. <laughs> oh, see, like, like I, no, that that's where you and I differ. Like I felt like I. I kind of uh I sympathized with her in that moment and he and that he's like and he's in like what? huh in that what I sympathized with her in that moment in that moment did I do that you did <laughs> I think I I think I purposely raised my voice uh I sympathized with her in that moment because yeah even though even though he kind of like thought that they were having a thing and he went in for the kiss and all that she she did watch her boyfriend get murdered while they were parking on Lover's Lane, and he kind yeah, of actually. You gotta, you you gotta get over that shit. <laughs> I mean, come well, on. Well, like she she kicked him out Life of the car. On. She kicked him out of the car, and he slams the door, and he like he like puts his head in, and he goes, "Seriously?" I was like, "Yeah, dude, fucking seriously." This chick well, is, is she's traumatized from the shit that she went through. Maybe be a little more understanding. I can definitely see it from both point of views, but it, it didn't make him any less. Like even though, even though, even if you're looking at it from her view, and you agree with 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 what she did because it was really fast and everything else. Yeah, it wasn't malicious on his end either. So no, he no, didn't no. come off as a bad guy. It came off as like a, like a legit kind of like tender kind of moment you know what i'm saying like well they also meant for it but it happened and whatever they they also did but at the same time they made it they set it up enough to where you maybe thought it might have been him you know what i mean i never got that Uh, i never once thought that it could have been him I, the only thing that the only thing that threw me off and i'm like because there was there was a brief moment of time where i was like is this the guy? But the only thing that threw me off is the killer's voice. Because the killer actually talks quite a so, bit in this movie. I was going to say, that's a big difference between the original and the requel. The original, the killer never talked. Like, you never heard his voice whatsoever. In uh, in the requel, you hear his voice immediately. And it <laughs> he sounds... Am I the only one that thought that he sounded a lot like Buffalo Bill from uh, Sounds of the Lambs? <laughs> Because he totally did. <laughs> uh, uh, I'd fuck me. <laughs> get 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 your great big fat ass on the ground. Was 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 she a great big fat person? <laughs> are, are you gonna fuck me? Because I'd fuck me. Like that's kind of the voice that Sackface had. It did. In, it, he in, he in did the second movie here. <laughs> he did have a. That's what kind of bothered me is. If if you're in a town that small, you're kind of you're kind of familiar with the the people around you and like how voices sound and stuff. And 
do you think that you could actually change like could you actually disguise your voice enough to to not sound like I don't know you close close your eyes for a second all right my eyes are closed hello James <laughs> do you know who's talking right now I mean that's fair I don't uh, that w- <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't know that that was you but See? that's not you can how disguise the disguise du- your voice well yeah yeah I I could do that too. But that's not that's do you not want to play a game. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. <laughs> I'll get you gadget. <laughs> but that's not how he sounded. He was it was it was My asshole is waiting for you. He he was more <laughs> he was more just like Like I don't I don't think that the guy who it turned out to be the actual killer could have made his voice sound like what the killer's voice sounded like. Probably, you know not, what I mean. But well, yeah, whatever. Without I mean. the, without the use of a you know a fancy nineteen ninety nine scream voice box bullshit hey. thing. I mean, it existed. <laughs> it did, but he would have had um, to have it mounted. Then, he would have had to have it like actually mounted inside of his sack head. But then you have the twist of the second movie, which hey, spoilers because that's what we do. Yep. Um, it's not. It's not just one sack face. It's two sacks on one face. I mean, it's two sack faces. <laughs> it's one sack on two fa- Well, it's two different sacks <laughs> on two different faces. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we've I, I've seen every documentary that has every bit of different different things. My point is, though... Um, <laughs> every different combination yeah. <laughs> of sacks on faces I've seen in uh, documentary form. Yeah. Be quiet. It makes this sound. My point is, in uh, in the second movie though, there's two killers. It, it comes yeah. out that there's there's two killers. I'm not gonna say who it is, so watch the movie and figure it out. Uh, we, I'm not gonna give all that away, but there are two killers, and um, it's interesting because they make a big deal about one of them, and the other one almost it's it it doesn't it almost doesn't make sense as to why the two of them are working together based on their characters throughout the movie it's the scream treatment no it's it, it, it really is. is actually it's it exactly is because because billy and Stu had no reason to actually do what they did in scream no they aside don't. from the fact that they were both just psychopaths mm-hmm. that's yeah, kind of I, I mean i like uh there, one of the characters says that he has a reason. Take it. One Take one it of there. the characters says that he has a reason to do it, and the other character, the other character. So, uh, okay. uh, <laughs> so, so me? here, so here's what's <laughs> happening. I have no idea what I was just talking about. Mike decided uh, that he needed to get up and get another beer, which I don't blame him. I got two, so I wouldn't have to do it again. Um, <laughs> I, this is I don't blame of- him. <laughs> but we <laughs> usually, when we're live, we can pause and we can we can f- figure out the editing afterwards. Or uh, one person can see the other person getting up to walk away, and they know what to do. <laughs> And the other person can actually. Here's here's the whole story. I was in the middle of a thought, and Mike gets up and walks away like he normally does during our show. And I was finishing my thought, but he couldn't hear me. 
So when he got back to the microphone, he had no idea what I said. So So we just decided. So we just decided. We're just gonna let the people know what's going. Let's let's give them a little peek behind the curtain. We and, fucked uh, up. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> so that's how it is. So uh, we don't know what we were talking about, and now we're just gonna continue on with our conversation with fresh well, we, beers. Yeah, we <laughs> with fresh beers. Um, I I want to say that we were talking about the um, like what was the last point that you were making? I have uh, no idea, dude. You, you you have to remember at least a little bit here. Come on. No, I don't. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh my god. Okay. Um, <clears throat> oh, we're talking about we're talking about Buffalo Bill. How the guy the the guy. The, oh the yeah, the voice. The yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just when it turns out to be two killers at the end of the of of the the requel of the remake, whatever the hell you want to call it. The two characters have nothing to do with each other, which makes not really a whole lot of sense. Yeah, I almost I almost kind of hated the whole two killer thing. Yeah, it, that was if if there was a downfall of the requel, it was that. Um, yeah. I don't think that it necessarily ruined the movie. I just don't also think that it really made that much sense. So well, it's kind of a throwaway. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. If you don't mind, I'm gonna spoil it even more just for discussion's sake. <gasps> okay. So, okay. Uh, uh, so spoilers here. If you haven't seen the 2014 requel, then don't listen to this unless you don't care about uh, stuff being spoiled. But I want to discuss this a little further. Okay. Like we said in Scream, Stu and Billy kind of get hooked up because coincidentally they both end up being psychopaths, right? Uh-huh. And they're like, oh yeah, this will be fun. Let's kill a bunch of people. Um, Corey's, Corey's excuse for what he does is just so, like, it's just so stupid. Corey's the guy from the beginning, right? Corey's yes. the guy from the beginning. I kind of understand the uh, uh, McCready's grandson because he's been indoctrinated his whole life. Like his his whole life, he's had his mother and his uh, his father tell him that they were forgotten about. Texar Texarkana ruined our family legacy, and we were forgotten, and blah blah blah. So I kind I kind of understand why he spiraled into uh, in in into what he eventually ended up doing, but for Corey it was literally like I was a I was a high school football star, and I was gonna go to college on a on a football scholarship. His life was already and then made. and then I was gonna <laughs> come back here, and I'm pissed about it. Yeah, so I'm going to kill some people. That's fucking stupid. Like, you should have just left it as the other guy doing it. You know what I mean? I am a the peacock. Whole, the whole Let two killer. <laughs> I'm a peacock. Let me fly. <laughs> like, like, do you agree with it? Because No, I, because I in, agree in order to in order to kill people, like, mercilessly murder people, like, really violently murder people, you have to be a psychopath. True. So the whole like I'm I'm pissed because I got a football scholarship and now I'm going to kill people about it. You're not a psychopath? Like the the kid wasn't a psychopath. He was just pissed because he was going to come back Wait, to Texarkana so- and follow in his foot his father's footsteps of being a Texarkana good old boy. 
Yeah. So let me get this straight. He was good at handling balls in his high school, and then he put a sack on his face. Maybe he was just repressing his gay gene. Maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe I'm that's why he was maybe that's why he was so mean to those fellows who were about to have a nice that's blowy together. That's what I'm saying. Like they were just they were parked and just about to enjoy a nice blowy with one another. And, so and in then, the, yeah, in the remake, and then he the, just then he just murders the shit out of them. I was say yeah. But, in the in the remake, they definitely do. Uh, they 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 update it in the sense that uh, there is there's two boys that are very um, they're very much on the early verge of discovering that maybe they're they have some homosexual tendencies. Yeah, they're uh, yeah they're obviously just kind of starting to explore their sexuality. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which, which I actually thought was actually a, a a really, I actually thought it was a really kind of not brilliant scene, but I liked the idea that the fact that they were ve- they were both sort of unsure about it, like neither one of them kind of knew what the. It was very much. It was very. It was innocent. very. It was very it was real. Very innocent yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I and I kind of I kind of liked that outlook. Usually, usually it's very much like they're. <laughs> This not, is this I don't is know how else to say this, but they're very whole hog about the whole thing already. <laughs> this is this is this episode's this is this episode's version of you talking about the tasteful cock in a movie. <laughs> a nice God. I really like the, I really like the tasteful use of a nice supple cock. <laughs> This is, you can't avoid it. It happens every episode from now on. I mean, maybe we could just jerk off next to each other. That that would would be fine. (laughs) Yeah, see, that's that's what's bullshit, is like the one guy's like, hey, maybe you could uh, use your mouth and suck it, and then I'll suck yours. And the other guy's like, maybe we could just jerk off next to each other. I was like, dude, the guy's offering you a (laughs) blowjob. Fucking take it, man. Just fucking take it, dude. <laughs> if somebody offers you a blowy, you but take it. What that says to me, though, if you want to look at this at a deeper level, though, what it tells me is that the one dude's fully realized, whereas the other guy maybe is a little bit unsure about it. Well, think about where they are, too. You know, it's like, uh, I, I, I well, welcome to the Are You Really Gay podcast. There's, pro- <laughs> there's, there's progressive area. Of course, there's progressive areas in the South, but. Texarkana, you know, like a, I mean, like it's, a, got a name, a small... it's got a name that already goes both ways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, but like a, a small population, like uh, a, a small population town in the middle of nowhere. It, how open to this to 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 that probably are they? Not, probably, probably not, not very open. open. So these guys are. That's why they go and they park in the middle of nowhere, and and they're they're like, let's explore this a little bit. Unfortunately, they're interrupted, which is kind of a bummer, you know. Like yeah. at least let the but, dudes, at least let the dudes enjoy themselves before you fucking let, let them murder them with a, to each other with I a mean, fucking trombone, you know. So that's he really thing. did a there's, number on these kids too, man. That's there's fucking... a there's a kill. So the kills that happen in both movies, they actually follow the same patterns. So all the kills that are in the first movie, the killer in the second movie does them like uh, the exact same way, the exact same um, 
uh, what's methods for? methods yeah in the same order too so you can kind of <clears throat> oh yeah them yeah both. yeah and one of them is the fact that the uh, the killer attaches a a giant knife to the end of a trombone yeah and just like trombone slides the knife <laughs> into the backs of the person which you know what pissed me off is you can't you can I. I'd be willing to test it out, but I do not think that you could make the trombone sounds through a piece of fabric on your mouth. I think you could if you if you had if you had enough lung strength. Which I mean, who knows? You were One, so you were you were a trumpet player. So I guess I can I guess I can, well, can kind of defer to your uh, your expertise yeah, expertise that, here. But I would say that you would not be able to make any discernible sounds. Like you would not be able to like change pitch doing it. But I think yeah. that if you blew hard enough, you'd be able to make a sound, which is which is really all he did. But in fairness, but but it's not a, if you no, blow because, hard enough, anybody's gonna make a sound. That's no, because b- because <laughs> blowing into a trumpet mouthpiece or a trombone mouthpiece, it's not just about blowing. It's about the embouchure. It's about getting that proper, like, that little butthole at the front of your mouth. You just got to pucker real hard. And you can't do that through a through a piece of sheet you know on what? your face. You know what? I, I take your And challenge. especially in I'm the second get... movie, I think he was wearing burlap on his face. Oh, yeah. Through burlap, there's no way in hell. There's absolutely no way. If it was like a, if it was like a, uh, uh, like a pillowcase, maybe. That's do you really still, thin. do you still own a trumpet somewhere? Yes, I would say I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll get All my right. trumpet from my parents' house, and we can have. <laughs> We're gonna put a pillowcase over your face, and for next <laughs> week on camera, I want you to do this. Quarantine experiment. Here we go. <laughs> Happening. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> No, over okay. So we should probably start wrapping this up because my we'll, we'll, we'll call my, it, we'll, I'll, I'll get a trombone. We'll call it the Corona, bone. <laughs> Corona bone. Corona <laughs> bone. Corona <laughs> bone. Oh boy. Um, uh, yeah. So we uh, okay. Yeah, we should probably wrap this up. Huh? <laughs> We're losing it. We're talking um, okay, about Corona bones and let's say, uh, this, let's say this. And also, and Between, also, I have I have no doubt in my mind that as soon as we. And recording on our on our Reaper files here, you and I are gonna sit here and talk for another two hours. Guaranteed. So. guaranteed. Um, I will say this: uh, Did you have a preference between the two movies? Um, I I enjoyed the first movie for what it was, but as far as like a as far as a, a slasher movie that is supposed to give you an actual feeling of dread and yeah. Like that feeling of not wanting to go outside at night after sundown. Definitely the the requel, for sure. Oh yeah, I think the requel in in every facet was better. I um, I think I, the first movie the first movie was adequate. I suppose is the word that I would use. But the second the the requel was just it was infinitely better in every single way. I understand. I understand where the original, honestly, like the original, watching it sitting on the hood of a car at a drive-in would be so fun. Sure. Oh, uh, it'd absolutely. Be, it'd be it'd be so cool. That'd be that'd be such a cool experience. So would watching um, Poultrygeist. <laughs> well, no, I. No, I'm just saying. There's, like, there's any something. Movie would there's be good something. In that setting. There's something about the original, the town that dreaded sundown that that really does capture like a a certain spirit like i don't even really consider it a slasher honestly 
Uh, it um, is, though. I, 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 I would actually, now that I know that it's the same guy who made um, uh, uh, Boggy, Boggy Creek. Creek. I kind of put it in that same sort of. It's almost like it's almost like you're watching a Disney documentary about a serial killer. So, so in yeah. that way, I appreciate the, it. But the as two far as kids it, is, pulled into the park and they had no idea what they were in for for that night. They had the no idea that was stalking them through the, the trees. They had no idea that Sackface was about to strike. <laughs> but it wasn't a tiger; it was the Tiger King. <laughs> Um, oh god so yeah the original i i appreciate it and i understand i i understand it for what it is exactly yeah uh as as far as a a slasher movie goes that actually gives me that feeling of dread definitely the the requel but yep. there were parts of the requel that i was i was missing from like i would i would have liked to see more of the uh procedural bits of the of the police force in I the would requel. Love to see, I would have loved to see more of the bits from the police force as well, but, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I liked, I liked the fact that it, it shined more on the victim rather than the police force. I thought that it, it just made for a better narrative. Yeah. So I didn't miss that. Not to mention all the bits from the police force were those stupid Benny Hill, Andy Griffith type things anyway. So I guess cut that out. And you have a more serious police force, you know? Yeah. Well, so, that's what I'm saying. Know. Like, it, I guess, I guess that's what I'm saying. I guess I would have seen, like, in the the newer version of the movie, we would have gotten to see, like, C.J. Morales, Lone Wolf Morales is such a badass. He's like the yeah. most Texas fucking thing that's ever come out of Texas. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted, sure. to see, I wanted to see more of Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson is awesome. I would have loved to see more of Anthony Anderson doing yep. his thing as lone wolf yeah like he sets it like somebody goes uh, something blah 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 morales and he goes please call me lone wolf <laughs> call me lone wolf i've earned it <laughs> i've earned it and that was so badass I and i was like it, yeah. fuck yeah but then literally great. for the rest of the movie he's not in the rest of the movie yeah i i like I, all I you see of more. him for the rest of the movie is every once in a while he'll walk past the camera yeah, I could have stood said, for more call me Anthony Lonewolf. Anderson, for sure. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'll agree with you on that part. Yeah. But um, I still think, though, by and large, like I said, I'll take the requel over the original any day of the I, week. I would have to agree, yeah. So, yep. um, okay, cool. All right. Well, uh, that's it for Compare Contrast on The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Okay, so that brings us to uh, the future. Uh, we are at the end of March. So yeah, the, Yes, James, the future. The uh, future. We are, we are at the end of March, which means that we need to pick from the box of glory, um, the, the the box of glory, which is just a oh uh, the old the old glory box the, the old glory box, <laughs> um, which used to be a mixing bowl. Now it is just an empty fifteen pack of Bud Light because I needed my mixing bowl for mixing <laughs> bowl reasons. Um, here's the thing about this. It's um, nice that we it's nice that we haven't lost our white trash sensibilities over the course of the last few years here. We only have four Sundays in April, one of which uh, is Easter Sunday, that being the 12th. So yep. we do have a whole Easter show planned. Uh, we're not going to tell you what it is, uh, but we'll, uh, you'll find out when we get closer to it. But uh, So this week, we're going to be, for the month of April, we're going to be picking for the 5th, the 19th, and the 26th of April. 
So I'm going to reach into the uh, box of bud here. Reach in my box. The box of bud. It's cool. It's like the box of blood, only beer. So for... <laughs> So for next uh, for next week we have, um, ooh, <laughs> oh boy, what? No, it's good. I just love my title for it. My, the title for this episode is "Nothing Beats a Good Pair of Crocs." <laughs> uh, Wait, hold then, on. So is it? Is it? Oh, hold on. Let me let me try oh, and oh, guess what the movies are. It. Okay. Me, uh, one is Rogue. Yes. <laughs> and the other one is Crawl. Oh, you got oh! it. <laughs> oh, dude. James I know. did not see this. He just knows me that Fuck well. Fuck <laughs> yeah. I know you so well, dude. Nothing beats a good pair of Crocs. And that's the <laughs> truth. That is Crocs the absolute with socks, fucking baby. Truth. Crocs with socks. Oh, dude. We have to play Crocs with socks at the end of that episode. But, dude, it's not finished. We'll finish it. Okay, done. We'll okay, finish so it. So <laughs> the following week is going to be Easter. So the next pick is going to be for the 19th of April. Uh, let's see what we got here. Let's unroll this paper. It's another compare contrast episode. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Hey, hey we said that we're we are at hey, the man. Uh, the fucking the paper guides our way. Don't worry about it. The paper guides our way. This is a compare contrast on Rosemary's Baby. Oh. So you have the original uh the original movie from the 70s. Yeah. And then a lot of people don't even actually know this. There was a made for television remake starring um I think I believe it was Zoe Saldana hmm. in the title role. All right. So um so yeah, Rosemary's Baby. Before cool. we end here, I want to make sure that it's Zoe Saldana because I feel like maybe <laughs> I'm wrong on that. Here, you, 90- you pick you pick the last one and I'll look it up. Okay. I'm 99% sure that's her. All right, last one for the 26th of April. All right, I got it. Let's see what we got here. So far, these are both my choices. Yep. We'll see if uh, we'll see if you get one for you in here. And uh, the paper. Oop! This is uh, this is a U. What is it? This is Dog Days. Do- oh, Dog Days. White That's, God, uh, White, White God, and the Pack. I don't White even know. God. Any... Yeah, I don't know either of these movies. Uh, by the way, uh, Rosemary's Baby from twenty fourteen. <laughs> oh, dude, this is a. This is a, you said this is a made for TV movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Zoe Saldana. Okay, that's who I thought yeah. it was. That's who I thought it was. Uh, yeah, Dog Days is White God and the Pack. Now. We have two options. We can either do the Ooh. pack. We can either do the pack from like 1979, uh-huh. or we can do the pack from I think it was like 2016. Wait, there's two of them. There's two of them, and they both sound interesting. One is one is about a essentially like a like an island community where a pack of wild dogs sort of takes over and just fucking like murders people every time they step outside their door and then the other one is about a a family stuck inside their house while a pack of uh wolves try to get into their house So, is it two different movies that are completely unrelated or are they they are as far as i know they're unrelated so then i guess this is up to you this is your pick you gotta decide which one well i'll let you know then so yeah okay 
Yeah. So, let, so the, I guess watch I got, I got both a, of I got them a month, to be prepared. <laughs> I got a month. To, I, got, I have a month to decide. So I'll let you know which one to watch. Okay. Well, there you go. This cool. is the this is the indecisive podcast. Signing off. <laughs> I it, the the problem is I I can't remember which one I decided on when I wrote that piece of paper. So I will go back and. Uh, Pick my own brain and try to. I tell you what, we will. But let you I'm know, excited. But I am excited to watch White God. I think that's going to be a really cool movie. We will let you know which pack on the next episode. How about that? Yeah, for sure. Okay, done. All right. Uh, anyway, okay, that's cool. it for this week. That's it for the town that dreaded sundown, and also the podcast that dreaded lockdown. Which you know what? Uh, it's not so bad. You know this what? turned out. This turned out pretty okay. I, I find you know I thought I thought that I thought that while I was on lockdown I'm like I'm gonna watch so many fucking movies it's gonna be great. Here's the problem, I'm I'm YouTube exists. No, I'm I'm like knee deep seventy five percent through this Mad Max game for Xbox One. Yeah, and I find myself just playing that because I want to fucking beat it, but because I'm a completionist, it's taking me fucking forever. So I'm not actually watching any yep. movies. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. That's fair. How much? How much longer do you think you have? Probably at least a good two or three days worth of playing. Oh well, that's my guess. <laughs> Lucky for you, <laughs> lockdown's gonna last another two or three weeks. So hey, so there you'll you have plenty of time to watch <laughs> movies. All right. Well, that's it for this week. If you want to find us on even in even in <laughs> lockdown, first world problems. <laughs> even in lockdown, we're in the first world, baby. It doesn't matter. All right. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. Check out our Audible link at audibletrial.com/slash the Buzzkill Podcast and uh, read a fucking book. Read go. a book. There's <laughs> got to be a great plenty of time. There's got to be a great pandemic book out there somewhere. Got to be, and I'm right? sure I'm sure Audible would appreciate me dropping the f bomb in their ad. I just don't think that they care or listen to us anymore. So I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they just keep saying. our money coming, I don't care. Well, yeah. That, so, that, check out, che- so check out. Really trial, either, so. so check out Audible Trial. So check out Audible slash the Buzz to Kill Podcast. Get yourself a free 30 day membership. Cancel at any time. And you still get to keep your free credit for a free book. It's a good deal. Just do it. Do Just it because do it. in these tri- in these trying times, when uh, Mike not Mike might not have a job in the next few weeks, yeah, no he could uh, he could really use the money. Not to mention when you're sitting on when you're sitting on the shitter and you go to pull the toilet paper and there's nothing left, you're gonna be sitting there for a long time. You might need a book to read. Oh, that white gold. You know what I'm saying. Yep. You might need a book to read while you're waiting for your 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 neighbor Alphonse to bring you over some TP, you know? I'm Just always saying. waiting for my neighbor Alphonse <laughs> to bring me over TP. Why do you think I use his name? I know that Alphonse is a good neighbor of yours. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all, right. all right, guys. Well, that's it for this week. We will see you next week for... Whatever the hell we're doing, I can't remember. But uh, next it's next week is nothing beats a good pair of Crocs. Rogue and Crocs. Beats a good pair of Crocs. Looks like we got some rapping to do this week, Mikey. To <laughs> yeah, right. Finish up no, our track. Our raps are done. It's the chorus that needs it. Oh well. So, with the way you write a hook, I'm not concerned, man. I'm not even concerned. 
Just call him we'll me see, Captain. We'll, Just call we'll me Captain because I am. We'll the see hook. you next week with some crocodile <laughs> movies and some fresh fucking rhymes. Fresh beats. Try All to right. have a good night. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.